This is an audio-only podcast taken from a Twitch live stream, so some content may not make sense outside of its live environment, and there may be short breaks in the audio. To watch the full live talk show, please visit www.twitch.tv forward slash hi7ch. We can start talking on Tuesday. We can. We can start talking. Oh, no. Thank you for the um, host. Right. Uh-huh. Today, I am joined on Talker Tuesdays by the vivacious Totes Tedley. Hello. And the vociferous Mr. Gray's Gaming. What was One. that word? Vociferous? <laughs> vociferous. Angry right. and shouting. Vociferous. That's what it means. Angry and shouting. Hello. <laughs> uh, and... Um, of course, you didn't hear me have the long pause and then say one at the end. And today we are going to be talking about the evolution of gaming and in the sense of video games. Now, I can guarantee that not one single person amongst the three of us has done any prep whatsoever. Because we thought we were talking about something. Yeah, we, 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 we were going to talk about the evolution of RPGs and MMOs, but um, that yeah. was just a stupid title, so we just gave up on that one. Uh, will the fuck you birds get included to Emma? What is that about? Uh, B, thank you for the host. Right, um, so the evolution of gaming. Right, I do have some, some small information here. Uh, gaming... Especially to you, Mr. Totes Tedley, may go yeah. back further than you suspected. Because Ooh. the first, earliest known, publicly demonstrated game on a computer was in 1950. 50. Get the fuck out of Dodge, eh? 1950. That's just after the war, man. It was called Bertie the Brain. It was a version of Tic-Tac-Toe. But it didn't use a computer screen. So was it a video game? Did you ever finish that game, Hitch? Mm. Fuck you. Uh, but it is is pretty commonly known amongst nerds and yes I am reading this off Wikipedia because I am a nerd but I didn't know all of the stats is uh, Space War in 1962 by a guy called Steve Russell actually used cathode cathode ray tubes fuck me so that was the first widely accepted video game Uh, but but we're mostly going to talk about shit that happened from the 70s let's be honest um what was the first video game that you guys actually remember playing uh lion king on the sega mega drive holy shit okay mr gray (laughs) (laughs) when he's ready rain freeze (laughs) (laughs) dolphin. For me, the very, very first game I remember playing was on the Atari 2600 and it was pole position. Oh, there we go. We've got, we got a bit of history there then. It's yeah, a bit, a bit, my, a bit um, more history than... Um... Yeah. Uh, my brother bought home from work. I don't know where he was working at the time. I don't know if he was assembling them or he bought it off of me. I don't know, but he brought it home. I was under 10 years old. I can't remember. Maybe six or seven yeah. And I just remember that was, I didn't even know what video games were. That was the first ever time I played a video game. It was pole position on the Atari. I remember, but I can see it right now. Yeah. I only knew it years down the line later that it was pole position. Weirdly, pole, pole position has a, um, a good um, status in the evolution of video game history because uh-huh. of the way that it did certain things. But we'll talk about that when we get a bit closer to it. I think, hopefully, if we remember, if we remember, remind us, chat. My very first video game was, 
in the arcades and it was the actual fuck you it was the actual arcade version of pong i actually played the arcade version of pong in its little beige cabinet what is that noise it's like so good there we go i don't think you can do that anymore these bloody students seriously you don't know where to put them um yeah mine was actually pong so i i i was at the forefront of video game evolution i really was um okay let's have a quick look i'm going to be reading some of this off of um off of the what do you call it the fucking thing um, the internet the internet thank you the internet <laughs> Right, 1970 is when commercialization of video games started. We all know what machines. It wasn't the Atari. It was the Magnavox Odyssey, all those ones. And the Atari were in there, of course. They kind of pushed it and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, and which was, what, 1976? For the Atari. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, so, yes. I remember it well. And I think it had, like, six colors. I can't remember exactly. Somebody in there is going to correct me. Uh, and it was basically, it, it wasn't even pixels, was it? It was squares, let's be honest. It was yeah. squares. It was humongous pixels. And uh, since then, of course, we now have games like Skyrim and, I don't know, whatever new game has just come out. Hellblade, Senua. Senua's yeah. Sacrifice, which is slightly different uh, and slightly more advanced. And there has, of course, been lots of things. Do, do, does anybody, does anybody ever code in chat? Does anybody ever coded back then? on the old things do we know anybody that's coded back then i mean i think I, emma does i co coded hello world on the bbc electric <laughs> yeah. sorry bbc acorn i mean sorry i i coded yeah, in machine code on the zx spectrum that's, that's what i did that's hardcore machine code that is hardcore it wasn't as hardcore as most people think machine code back then was slightly easier um because there was less things to really do to be honest yeah you try machine code in skyrim no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Uh, my favourite early video game memory is when there was a big ice storm right before Christmas. Most of the town was blacked out, but my dad's shop had power, and we lived in there, and my brothers and I played Warlords 4-player on the Atari 2600 on a big-screen CRT proje projection TV. What? That's a projection? Jesus, when was this? <laughs> This has got to be in a while ago. Um, I did basic scripts on some old Tandy computers. Wow. That's that's cool. 5 megahertz, 8086, IBM compatible PC is the earliest device I've coded on. Wow. 1986. Oh, okay. So it wasn't when the Atari first came out then. Oh, no. You wrote some code on a Hercules. What is a Hercules? What is a Hercules? I've got to, it sounds I've, old. I've got to search for this Hercules. Hercules. I know what I'm going to get hit on. Hercules uh, computer, <laughs> I guess, is the... Let's have a look. What is it? Uh, Hercules three-speed bike. Hercules. Oh, right. I typed in commuter. <laughs> <laughs> Hercules computer. There we go. <laughs> Hercules Computer Technology was formed in 1982 in Hercules, California, by Van Swankel and Kevin Jenkins. Van Swankel. Yeah, was, was one of the <laughs> major graphics name. card companies of the 80s. Its biggest products were the Hercules graphics cards. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm getting Hercules graphic cards, not actual Hercules computers here, so... No, I can't. 
Was it not a Hercules? Dang, I don't remember. No, I don't think uh, Hercules graphics cards uh, seems to be the only thing I could find under yeah, computer got, technology. Yeah, I got an old piece. Um, it says using Hercules graphics. So yeah, maybe it's something to do. With I the think graphics. Emma lied to us. Emma lied to us. That's that's oh. what it was. Right. Um, <laughs> for 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 me personally, and I'm gonna try and stick to my personal thing of the evolution in gaming uh, yes. i kind of started on the bbc and zx spectrum um which was blindingly fast had uh 16 what did it have shit 16k 16k of onboard memory nice. and we had games that were phenomenal you try making a 16k game today and you can't even get one of the shaders on it it's just <laughs> gonna be really really hard was um, elite uh on that system Elite on the Spectrum, yes. I think mm -hmm. Elite was on the Spectrum. Elite was also on the BBC Model B, but that yeah. was 1984 when that came out. So, okay. uh, 1982 was uh, my thing. E old man Jenkins, what are you on about? Had the green screen. <laughs> oh, green screens. I love green screens. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Video game evolution. What stands out the most for you guys as an evolution in video games from, let's say... Let's say the early 80s, oh, late 70s. So we've got the Ataris, the Spectrums, the Playstations even, uh, mm -hmm. up to current day. What What is the biggest push in gaming for you guys? From then like to now? Yeah. Okay. Like, what was the biggest step? Yeah, well, in your eyes, uh, what was the biggest What was I the biggest thing that you said? First. Yeah, what, what was the thing that you went, whoa, no, that that's a leap. Shot. That's a leap. Okay. I think probably between, for me personally, uh, between the PlayStation 2 and 3, like the graphical differences between sort of the Tomb Raider games and stuff I played on PlayStation 2 and games like Skyrim and stuff like that and Battlefield 3, 4, etc. On the, the, as, the as silly as it sounds, there was actually a huge leap between the play, PS2 big. and PS3 oh, yeah. generation. Mm -hmm. it, it, it went from uh, not even is. vaguely, remotely realistic to passable. It's very possible. Well, that was that's down to what shaders, uh, yeah. resolution. No, not resolution so much more. Shaders and textures. Mm -hmm. Hyper textures yeah, are they called now? Mega I think, textures. I think the PS2 revolution, my uh, revolution resolution. I think that was. I think I'm fairly sure it was 480 p if you use component. At the, yeah, at the highest. And obviously, when you go at the PS3, it's 540 and 720. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Resolution. So that was. A big push just you, on that alone you keep breaking up gray it's as Do if I... you it's as if you've turned thingy on and not off not for me he's not he's fine for me no okay case type thing am I, am I breaking out yeah yeah you also backed off a bit that could have been it that could have been it you backed off a little bit i think you did anyway so i don't have to smash my computer up live no, no, you don't. You might have to turn it up a little bit because Grey's okay. having audio issues. No, yeah. not Grey. The people out there might have to turn it up a little bit. So yours was the PS2 evolution from previous? Yeah. Grey. Uh, mine was, um, I was going to say, like, from Master System to Mega Drive, but although it was, like, colours were better and all that, it's it not that big a, big a jump. For me, it was going from... Uh, a Mega Drive to a Sega Saturn. That was my biggest jump because I went from mm. 2D gaming, you know, mm -hmm. which I obviously yeah. I love, but mm -hmm. then uh, I, my, my father got me the Sega Saturn for Christmas, 
came with Tomb Raider and it blew my little mind. Yeah. It, it was it was that was the biggest jump I'd ever seen in a video game. Still to this day, I think, because since then it's just been upgraded 3D graphics. But to go from 2D to 3D, mm-hmm. yeah. and like if you look at Tomb Raider now on the Sega Saturn, yeah, it looks extremely dated. But when that came out, that was like that was like watching an eight eight K monitor with the 1080 GTX. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. that that's what it felt like to me. Like you know, it felt real. And I just mm-hmm. couldn't believe what I was seeing on the screen. Like, you know, that yeah. was the biggest jump for me. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. Mine was um, on PC. Uh, from PC, staying on PC to PC. Uh, mine was actually around the times of the Voodoo, the 3D effects cards. Mm-hmm. Um, weirdly looking now, I mean, I've been playing, yesterday I played Unreal. And I played it in OpenGL, but previous to that, I was playing it in the Glide Factor, which is the voodoo thing. And the graphics are very similar to the OpenGL. There's better shaders on the OpenGL. Um, but when you went from the like software rendering and the uh, direct 3D and stuff like that onto the voodoo, it just completely opened up the 3D world. And mm. all of a sudden, my little AMD K62300 was suddenly capable of actually pulling off 3D games. Uh, in, instead of pulling off 3D games in a very rough factor, uh, it actually it actually played them smoothly, maxed out the resolution, maxed out the textures, maxed out everything. So for me, it's actually that, which is around the same period of time, because Unreal came out in 98. Mm-hmm. Uh, your Saturn was 97, 6, 96? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's around those. It's, it's, it's around that period of time. Do, do yeah. you think the 3D took off mostly because we moved to more powerful machines or because we also moved from things like smaller carts to bigger carts or disc-based? I think it was a bit of both. Um, you, you obviously went from carts, which were, I, don't even, I don't even know how much Mega Drive holds. was like 300 kilobytes? If that... We mm-hmm. went from that to a 650 uh, megabyte D. I think they were that. Uh, they might have been GD-ROMs. I don't know. Got some mix up. But yeah, I think that helped the, the amount of information you could put on to a disk. You know, textures, audio files, um, just all around, you know, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the processors obviously had doubled. Like, the, three, the when you said about the 3D voodoo graphics, um, I had a PC. I couldn't afford the graphics card, so I I could barely play a two D game on the PC I had. Yeah. So um, you know that that the Sega Saturn was my jump. And yeah, Gray, you are cutting out very badly now. Uh, it almost sounds like you need to turn up your input sensitivity. It's like it's not the, the sensitivity. Do you mean rather than the input volume? Your your sensitivity is on full. All right. What about now? I can hear you now. We, we, we can hear you, it's whether you're cut out or not. Am I cutting out right no. now? No, you're not cutting out right now. Nice. I'm going to destroy something. <laughs> <laughs> can we get some hugs in the chat, Mr. Gray? He's, he's, he's really struggling. Yeah, because it only happens when we do this. It only happens on the. I'm fairly sure that Gray thinks that I'm doing it on purpose. <laughs> no, 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 I know you're not doing it on purpose, but something fucks up. When we use Skype, yeah, it's only when we use Skype, it is. But we won't. We won't have to use Skype for much longer with a bit of luck. So yeah. maybe it keeps getting censored. Well, I did say it is vociferous. Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So do you want to repeat all that for the people that didn't hear? Oh, really? Yeah. What was I saying? <laughs> I can't, I can't remember. remember what I said. You're this... talking about carts and the different. Oh yes, yes, the, the Mega Drive uh, carts. I think they were yeah. about 320 kilobytes. Yeah. Am I cutting out? Nope. No. They were about 320 kilobytes, if I remember, something like that. And then you went from that to a, I assume, was a 650 megabyte CD for the Sega Saturn. Um. And you know that you could fit a massive amount of textures, audio files, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff needed to make a 3D game, mm -hmm. and obviously you double the amount of power from the the Mega Drive to the Sega Saturn. That was a big jump because going from 8-bit to 16-bit was fairly big, but going from 16-bit to 32, yeah, you know, that was massive. So, I, and I think that the storage definitely helped. Excuse me, helped with the. Um, <gasps> Me, <laughs> it helps with the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, definitely, definitely a big jump. Yeah, it was. It was a big jump. It was. Um, guys, let me just read chat. Let's see what guys, people have been saying in chat. Uh, apart from the being censored, uh, Hercules is the largest pinball machine ever made. It uses a pool cue, cue ball as the pool. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That is a big... Not related, but very interesting fact. Thank you for that one. That was... Uh, <laughs> my God. Um, Grace says, Halo, I'll travel to Welshland and punch him. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, that would be Emma. <laughs> you're lucky you're a girl, Emma. <laughs> Why? She punches me. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't like a punch off Emma. <laughs> Okay, so Jonesy thinks uh, the jump from cartridge to disc in consoles, 32 to 64. Mm. Uh, what do you mean by... Thanks, punch me. Uh, what do you mean by the jump from cartridges to disc in consoles and then saying 32 to 64? Because I'm a bit confused on that. Because they had 64-bit cartridges before 64-bit machines. Obviously, it means from the Sega Saturn to the N64. That's, I think... Um... Mm. Yeah, because yeah, that's what I think he's talking about. Right? Well, the thirty-two X had thirty-two-ish. It was a forced render. Yeah, it was two sixteens, wasn't it? Or wasn't it? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was using the. I mean, half of what the thirty-two X did, the um, the Mega Drive actually powered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it was, it, so yeah. It wasn't true thirty-two. It wasn't uh -huh. true thirty-two. What was the most true thirty-two bit console that we had? Sega and a PlayStation One. Was the Saturn 32-bit? Because it used a lot of risk processors, didn't it? it no, it was, it was a 32, but on paper, it was more powerful than the, than the PlayStation. Cause, but it, it, the PlayStation handled 3D better than the Sega Saturn. And obviously, so they say. So they so say. The, well, apparently, that is the, fact, there is the case. But the, the Saturn could do 2D better with the, you know, the carts you could get. Yeah, I had to call bullshit on the Saturn not being able to do 3D. There is one thing I cannot call bullshit on, though. Saturn could not do transparencies. It simply yes, did exactly. not have the capabilities to do transparencies. No, because I had Die Hard Trilogy for the Sega Saturn, and I, I used to love that game, and I was playing it, played it for ages, and then I, months later, I saw it on the PlayStation, and I thought, hang on, that looks different to mine. And yeah, it was the transparencies in the game I didn't even know. I didn't even know what transparencies were. Yeah. back then until I saw mm. it on another console. Uh, and Bremer brings up a thing that I actually do do. Uh, bits, it doesn't matter. No, they are Gen 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, etc. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
uh, generation uh, gen, gen 5 is 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 my favorite one because the dreamcast in it um mm. which of course he, do, he doesn't really make any bit the, the the trouble with defining it with bits is that one console alone the mega drive uh, with the mega cd and the sega 32x i think jumps over something like four fucking generations or something like that if you them together, it, it's yeah. it's really really weird but uh, I'm not 100% sure what generation everything comes in, to be honest. Well, I think I think most people do, you know, they say 16-bit there, a 32-bit there, a 64, 128, you know. Yeah. They, they do go by the bits. Yeah, I mean, the fifth generation, um, I've got it in front of me, but as far as I know, the fifth generation, not only was the PlayStation and Saturn, but I'm fairly sure the Dreamcast is a fifth generation. Because it's not a sixth generation, because the sixth generation is the Xbox. Yeah. Which right. came after the Dreamcast. Yeah. And, and improved vastly on it, in my opinion, too. Where did the GameCube fit into that? Uh, GameCube has to be... Let's have a look. Is that four? See, the GameCube, the GameCube and the Xbox is where they stopped referring to bits. Yeah. Uh, you know, no one ever said the Xbox was total bits or you know, whatever. No, GameCube is coming in as fifth generation, according to this. Yeah. I think Dreamcast is... Generation, Dreamcast on, is definitely sixth generation on Wikipedia. I'm it looking on Wikipedia... Oh, there you go. No, you're right. Uh, Nintendo follows a year later with the GameCube. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, Nintendo is sixth generation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Dreamcast is also sixth generation. What? Yeah, that's what it says. But Dreamcast... Really? Yeah, no, it says the generation opened with the launch of the Sega Dreamcast in 1998. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they've changed things. I don't know. What generation are we in right now? Two. Apparently, right now we're in the seventh Eighth. generation. Or seventh, is it? You sure? It says 2005 to the present. Oh, if, if, hang on, right. What was sixth generation again? Sorry. Sega okay. Six generation. PlayStation 2, GameCube, Xbox. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, so we're in the seventh. Mm -hmm. No, we're in the eighth then. No, we're in the seventh. Go into no, this. If it was PS2, mm -hmm. Xbox, and Dreamcast, was six. And GameCube. And GameCube, then you had the mm. PS3, Xbox 360, the seventh. Well, that's the yeah. thing, Xbox isn't it? Oh, and Xbox, uh, PlayStation, PlayStation 4. 4. Yeah, okay, and so this, 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 like this article is basically Xbox out of date. And PlayStation 4 yeah, Pro so we're in the eighth generation. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're in the eighth. We're technically, we're in the ninth generation because there's been two generations of both PlayStation. I was just, just going to say that. <laughs> what, are they generations anymore when they just sort of updated versions of themselves? Yeah, well, if you're going to do that. Um, then Nintendo screwed because mm. the Wii is a very slight iteration up of the GameCube and the Wii U is a slight iteration up of the Wii uh, and by all accounts the Switch which is why they were so backwards compatible or used to be until they took it out which is mm. why the Switch is probably the same iteration as the Wii U just just one up so mm. yeah I mean it's like it's it. when you use the Switch power wise the Switch is backwards compared to the rest Nintendo have always gone against the grain, though. That's why I like them. I don't think Nintendo ever managed to catch up to the grain, yeah. to be honest. They make good games, though. They do make good games. Yeah. Do they? Most. Yeah! yeah. They do. Do they? Some of the most, like, Okay, no, 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 no. I know this is an evolution of gaming. Have, have they evolved yeah. in um, Mario? Mario Kart? They haven't evolved. No, they haven't evolved. <laughs> Nothing has changed, but they are good games. <laughs> so so they made one good game in Mario 1986. <laughs> um, Saturn was technically able to do transparencies. The problem was that it was only possible if... 
Hang on, it was only possible if it was only one... Fuck me, I'm going to try again. <laughs> the problem was it was only possible if it was the only pixel layer so it would cancel out any other sprites outside of the background layer. Mm -hmm. right. Well, that technically means it couldn't do transparencies, surely, because if there's anything outside of the back... Mm, I see what you mean, but no, it couldn't do transparencies. I, th I think that's a bit splitting straws there, to be honest. Uh, if, if it has to be in the same layer then I can't work out how it can do a transparency. Unless I misread what you said, which you could do. And you know what? Bovine, welcome, by the way. Bovine knows what the fuck he's talking about when it comes to this old yeah. shit. So uh, this is why I keep trying to get Bovine on the show. But no, I'm working. I can't be there. <laughs> or I'm sleeping. Lame excuses from some stupid time zone. He's told to find the stream for four hours when he's working, mind, huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've kind of we've kind of skipped quite a few beats here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's go back. Let's go back to PlayStation One, which was, as Mister Gray has, with Saturn, so PlayStation One Two, as as defined as. A huge evolution because we jumped from 2d yeah. to 3d gaming um doesn't necessarily mean better games though that no doesn't, but I, I was yeah, about I, to say that we, yeah, we yeah. yeah we have an evolution in gaming technology but i'm not sure we had an evolution of gaming because i think yeah. it kind yeah. of went backwards a little bit to be honest yeah Although what was, with, yeah so sorry sorry right, i just think start off with and then like playstation 2 that that had good games i seem to remember definitely one or two compared to the compared to the playstation one the, i mean like tony hawk's pro skater that was playstation one wasn't it yes that was good and yeah. things like spyro and yeah all this kind yeah. of uh, crash bandicoot yeah. they were fun playstation one did in the home video consoles, at least did definitely um yep. revolutionize 3d 3d mm. gaming uh, Saturn mm -hmm. always seemed to play catch up. I, I think Saturn played catch up because everybody was determined to say that it wasn't as good. Um, mm. and, and I used to have arguments yeah. for that one when I, I was the only one in my entire area who owned a Sega Saturn. Everyone had a PlayStation. See, everybody in my area owned a Sega Saturn. It was weird. Yeah. Pit yeah. Village, biggest pit village in, in North Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah, lad. And yeah. uh, everybody had everybody had Spectrums. Nobody had a Commodore sixty four. Everybody had mm. Saturns. Nobody had a PlayStation. Everybody had Dreamcasts. Nobody had a PlayStation two. It was weird. <laughs> so I was surrounded by all these. Everybody had own computers too, and they came out in the eighties, eighty ones, eighty twos. Saturn was a two DB, especially with a four megabyte RAM card. Cart. Yeah. So four was, megabytes yes. of RAM. Yeah, four whole megabytes. Four whole megabytes. Can't. Can't even fit one of these games in one of them now. No. It just just don't want to know. Um, PS One can't. Before you, go, <laughs> before you go any further, though, what I was going to say, although doesn't you know, the jump from sixteen bit to thirty two bit doesn't necessarily mean better games. Going back mm -hmm. to Tomb Raider, uh, when I like when I first played that, I, like I said, we go back now, it looks dated. But when I first played that, I've never been so immersed in the video game world than I did when I first played Tomb Raider. Never. Huh. I, 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 when I was you know, younger, I used to play 8-bit games. Like, there's a game on the Commodore 16 plus 4. It, it was called um, Treasure Island. It was a pirating game. If you want yeah. to back and look that now, it's laughable. But <laughs> I, when I played that when I was a kid, I was, in the pirate, I was in the world of Treasure Island Pirates. I loved it. But when Tomb Raider came along, Sega Saturn, 
I have never been more immersed in a video game than I was in 96. <laughs> uh, my my main immersion actually came one year after you, 1987, GoldenEye on, on yeah. Nintendo 64. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, which was the first game to ever be a console exclusive. Was it? Really? First, uh, first person shooter, sorry, to ever be a console exclusive. Yes. Oh, yeah. Not many, I, pe I wouldn't know, not so many people knew that, but now you do. No, that's fact. No, that's fact, and I can I prove know. it. I can even find a link for it if you want. But um, it was. Mm -hmm. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Trust the hitch. I don't know what I'm talking you, about most times. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> that is interesting. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? I've completely lost track. I was going to say by saying that now. God damn it, motherfucker. It was something Bovan was talking about. No. Okay. 32, 16 bit to 32 bit. Okay. Big evolution. Mm. If you took out 3D games, which was the biggest evolution of 32-bit, if you just stuck to the 2D games, which you have a hard time finding on some 32-bit systems, um, was the leap as large if you just stuck to, say, 2D gaming between 16 and 32? And was it progress? I... I can't actually think of a 2D game which came out on the PlayStation or Saturn because you had 2D side scrollers. There's lots of mm -hmm. 2D games on the Saturn. Oh, the fighters, you mean? Well, yeah, you can use a fighter if you want. Only well, the Street Fighter games I know of on the Sega Saturn, as far as 2D. I know, as Bovine said, and everyone knows, mm -hmm. like they looked amazing. It looked like the looked like the old arcades. Yeah. You know, but um, as far as like PlayStation, as far as 2D side scrollers. I can't think of any because all the 2D side scrollers just came out on PlayStation and Saturn, as far as I remember, were 2D but mm -hmm. made with 3D assets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, what was that game on PlayStation? Pandemonium. Have you seen, have you seen that? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. That was. I know it went around as well, but that was a 2D. 3D but 2D. 2D yeah. but 3D. If it, yeah. 2.5D. Two, 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 <laughs> two, yeah, two and a half D's. Yeah, two and a half D's. I can't remember a 2D side score. I'm sure there was. I just can't remember them myself. How about Gex? Yep. Gex. That, again, that was a 3D game. How about Rayman? 2D. Oh, yeah. That was 2D. Rayman was 2D. 3D? Rayman 2D. Forever. Rayman was 2D. Yeah, That's Rayman. the one you played on stream, right? Yeah, yeah, on, yeah the original Rayman. 2D. Was that on Saturn? Uh, that was on everything, I think. PlayStation 1, I guess. That was even on the Jaguar. So, which everybody rants about it and I think it's awful on the Jaguar I really do awful music uh, oh yeah it was 2D yeah yeah Rayman uh, not Rayman um, Gex was 2D was Gex I thought that was 3D or am I thinking of 3D no Gex was 2D you, 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 you walked up walls and everything and it was along with the TVs <laughs> that was definitely 2D 16-bit uh, to 32-bit 2D examples Super Castlevania uh, and Bloodlines versus Symphony of the Night yeah, I'm not. I, I, you, you're in a, you're in an area of gaming. I have a hard time comparing, uh, but I'm, I'm going to compare something like Sonic to mm -hmm. any of the games in 32-bit. Um, I actually Sorry, think 3D. that not Sonic, not Sonic 3D, <laughs> Sonic, Sonic, and Sonic 2 and yeah. Sonic 3 maybe that they were the um i know they were pretty much the the the, the industry standard for 2d games mm -hmm. back on 16-bit but i actually think they all 
have just as many frames of animation and look just as good and just as colorful as anything mm-hmm. that you get on 32-bit. These the Mario games uh, on the Super Nintendo. Uh, they yeah. were they were they were 2D. They stand up now technically just mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, problem is there were some really bad Sonic games. Th- well, yeah. <laughs> there were some really bad sort of games. I think with the um, with the looking better on a sixteen bit than it did for thirty two bits with the two D stuff. I think it was for, uh, from what I see, and although they were two D, they were trying to put extra extra things because they thought, oh, we got this extra power now, we can put all these stuff in. Yeah, and that I think that helped to drop the frame rate. They threw a lot of junk uh-huh. at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, they threw a lot it, of stuff. It, in. it literally tanked the game and made it. Uh-huh. I made it just not as fun and not as clear and not as as, yeah. as, as enjoyable as previous versions on all of them. I think mm-hmm. uh, I, I got to admit. Um, so okay, we, you got eight to sixteen bit. That wasn't much of a leap. Mm-hmm. I think we all agree that wasn't much no. of a leap. Um, sixteen. Although sixteen bit did start to look like it was in the arcades, but yeah, it, you know. yeah, 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 it did, it did. Well, I remember being really Donkey impressed. Kong was in the arcades. That's that's true. I remember being really impressed with Driver, like the 3D graphics on Driver on PlayStation. Yeah, I mean that was impressive. That was yeah. definitely yeah. made because I was like, look at that it, now. they looked like real cars. It looks probably looks awful now, it but I remember terrible. playing about little. It feels like really real. No, it was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so so ignoring crossovers in bits. In actual, it's for first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth generation consoles, between eight and sixteen, between sixteen and thirty-two, between thirty-two and sixty-four, sixty-four hundred and twenty-eight, and then it kind of stops at one hundred and twenty-eight, doesn't it? You don't really go above the one hundred and twenty-eight of the Dreamcast. Then it, then I think it really does go generation-wise a little bit better. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. But between those gaps, which I mean, they're all just increments of the same thing, but gameplay-wise. Which was which was the which was the best between your NES, your SNES, uh, you um, slash you can do Sega if you want that system thing, uh, your GameCubes, your Saturns, your Dreamcasts, to now, yeah. gameplay wise, gameplay. what gameplay. what evolved gameplay wise the best for you guys? <laughs> between like oh between then like the thirty two bit and sort of now yeah, I mean we got a lot of retro gamers in here who will. Stand up and just go 8-bit, 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 8-bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it depends what you like, really, though. Yeah. Like what type of game you're playing. Yeah. Oh, I, think definitely, I think definitely uh, if you enjoy the shooter, like first-person shooters genre, there's a huge uh, upgrade from, you know, stuff like Doom and, and games like that up to what you had on, like, PlayStation 2, I guess, with the sort of first sort of Call of Duty games, yeah. uh, Medal of Honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on PC with like um, Battlefield 1942, they were quite sort of epic. That, that was, I think, that was quite a big change up because most shooters before that were uh, sort of corridor based or you know very very sort of one dimensional shooters. Really, yeah. you couldn't sort of look down the iron sights or anything. But then there was suddenly a big change where suddenly you've got these big you know fairly open battlefields and yeah. all these different things going around and multiplayer as well. Obviously, is a huge game changer. Yeah. I'm just going to put in, Bovine says gameplay has nothing to do with the technical prowess of the systems, though. It does, because as the technical prowess of the systems evolved, as Ted says, you suddenly get cover-based shooters, because all of a sudden you can do that, you know? Yeah, I guess you, that does depend on the game, or the, or the well, genre yeah. 
Yeah, mm -hmm. but, but, but these various things, it's like when FMV came into play. Technical prowess enabled us to use FMV, and 90% of the time they made games worse. Mm -hmm. So we, we've got a technical evolution, but a gameplay devolution in, mm -hmm. in many ways. Uh, and if you want proof, just look at the 3DO, okay? I love the 3DO, some great games, but most of them were FMV-based shooters, and uh, they suck, okay? Technically, though, it was great. So sometimes I think technical prowess of a system can affect the gameplay because it enables devs to, it, you know, let's fill up this CD that we've now got with fuck tons of full motion video, which added nothing, but took away quite a bit. So I, I think I think the question's valid. I really do. I think I think as far as uh, evolution of gameplay, like Ted was saying, I know that everyone in this chat is massive COD fans. I know this. <laughs> We love it. We absolutely love it. Mr. Mr. Hicks, are you in this chat because he's talking to you? <laughs> no, but in the early days, like like Ted was saying, Medal of Honor actually came out on PS1 first. You did, did it? Not, yeah. yeah, not PS2. Um, you like like you said, you know, it went from the corridor shooters to the open world, uh, open map shooters, mm. and yeah. I think because of the up, upgrading power, you could have the um, more atmospheric music, mm -hmm. uh, sound, ambience. Yeah. And sort uh, of a big skybox, you know, so yeah, you've got yeah, more box. more sort of, a, you know, worldly yeah, so feeling. As far as shooters went, it definitely um, evolved, you know, definitely. Yeah. Um, did, 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 did the evolution of, of the consoles and the PCs and the power that they had um, make it so that it, it might... See, I, I have a very biased opinion on this, excuse mm -hmm. me, I've got eye burn or something. Um when it came to like story-driven games, there was a huge chunk. When all this power came in, it was almost as if all of the story-driven games went out because it was easier to just say, let's just throw all this shit at the screen. Right. And, yeah, and that, in my opinion, kind of killed the story-driven games too. And then eventually, like now, they take advantage of both. I get that, yeah. you know, it... It, it, they they stopped being completely lazy, presumably because there was death of video games at least twice in my personal generation. Um, so 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 did did all this power did the did did as they evolved did it kill gaming in that way too or no no, no not I, for I, you no I don't think that because I got you got Final Fantasy mm. uh, that was the PlayStation you got the, the Zelda games I know we went from two D to three D but it kept the story. You know, you got all those RPG type games, yeah. which, like Final Fantasy, as everyone knows, has got a massive story, massive, you know, across all the games. But Final Fantasy, what was first on the PlayStation? Was it six or seven? I don't. I not a Final Fantasy gamer. I yeah, actually don't like it. No, I, I know, but that's what I mean. They <laughs> had they had massive amounts of stories, the same as the Zelda games. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know Sky's Arcade is later in the generation, but that you know, I so I think I don't think it hindered story at all. It just uh, for certain type. Of, in fact, it helped with story thinking right now because going back to the COD games, mm -hmm. early COD, early COD. I'm not talking about bloody modern warfare crap. I'm talking about COD one and two and Medal of Honor. It was a shooter, but you also had story. It wasn't just like pick up that key, pick it, you know, open this door, get yeah. to that area. It was actual story, obviously World mm -hmm. War II stuff. Yeah. So I think, although it jumped, you know, on the old 16 bits, you had story, you know, just text or cutscenes, you know, picture cuts, title cards. 
Yeah. But I think when the, with the jump to th- you know 3D, I think it helped the story more than hinder it. From from my experience anyway. Yeah. Like I said, with Final Fantasy Zelda, the, even the co- shooters at the time had story. Mm-hmm. Where in the past you either had to make up your own story or yeah. look up or the booklet or that sort of stories. You know. So yeah. that's what I think anyway. Okay. Okay. Uh, same question for chat. If you uh, bovines pretty much already answered it but not many other people have if you, if you want to like stick stick in why you think and and what you think then uh, i will read it all out so we can all go and you've, you've got time because i'm going to rant for a little bit now anyway mm-hmm. um uh, first of all our case radio no cod was never good at its prime it was just okay medal of honor I, was good I at disagree. its prime <laughs> disagree i think cod was great yeah before it went shit Outnumbered. <laughs> Do you think it was better than Medal of Honor? Story-wise, story-wise, yes. Yes, it was. I was a big Medal of Honor. Even up to Call of Duty 4, I think, in my I opinion. Still, yeah, I still got Allied Assault over there. One of my favorite Medal of Honor games. But when one and COD 1 and 2 came out, they upped their game. Yeah. Okay, I've yeah. always found COD to be too on rails. It always seemed to be, follow this guy, do this, do that. Medal of Honor seemed to always mm-hmm. offer me a slight bit of freedom, even though slight, yeah. it was a corridor think... shooter still, because even though you were open world, you were following one particular path. Yeah, so it was essentially a very open corridor shooter. Um, mm-hmm. but it was I, more I... cinematic, the COD games were. That's, yes, that's definitely. Why, that's they, why they, he was on rails they, more. But the difference between the Call of Duty ones and the Medal of Honor ones, I think it, the Call of Duty ones tried to get you a bit more into like the characters as well. Like you yeah. knew the name of your sergeant and the private in the squad, and you know you knew their personalities and stuff. Yeah, well, the, uh, the, which was quite a nice. That actually leads on to another subject I was going to bring, uh, and this is because of the power of the consoles. Uh, this yep. is one hundred percent power of consoles. Of consoles. Making games oh. more like movies. Yeah. Which, in my mind, was one of the biggest evolutions of gaming. Yeah. Um, because all of a sudden, you were not just playing a character in a video game. You mm-hmm. were in the video game. You were, you know, you were the private malarkey or whatever you want to be called. <laughs> and you, you, it, it was aimed at you. And then when mm-hmm. you did something and it kind of it closed the borders up to make it that cinema... Uh, cinema work kind screen and then you you got the whole cut scenes and everything else be them fmv or hopefully more in-game which in my yeah. opinion was better and thank god we got out of fmv even though i do like some fmv i'm glad that we got out of that and used yeah. the mm-hmm. in-game thing because it was then seamless um what 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 in in that sense like like goldeneye didn't have that goldeneye didn't have um uh, a cinema type thing you were playing as bond the guy from screen and everything but it didn't it didn't make you feel like you were in some epic epic story it was yeah. still just a shoot up and you were bond it was fucking cool don't get me wrong but there was nothing that kind of zoomed out and said hey this is the war you know uh, mm-hmm. voiceovers yeah. action scenes mm-hmm. seeing things happening didn't have any of that what 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 is it the cod games that kind of evolutionized that for you or was it was it other things I was I was simply using as an example of how it helped story because yeah. your shooters in the past didn't have none of that. But as far as like cinematic movie style games, um, I go back to the Sega Saturn. The first one I ever played like that was Resident Evil, the fir- the very mm-hmm. first Resident Evil. That yeah, it was like a George. It was a George. Well, it was a George Romero film. Mm-hmm. I was playing and that that blew my mind. Yeah, that's and that's a good one. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then on the PlayStation, you had Silent Hill, another movie-like cinematic yeah. uh, game. You had Alone in the Dark. That was on PC, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, it was on the Amiga. Oh, yeah, and the Amiga, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think as far as cinema, yeah, I, I agree. That was one of the biggest jumps, like, where when you're playing on a 2D game, as, as immersed as you were, and, you know, it rarely had any cutscenes, rarely had any story, like I said, unless you looked in the booklet. But mm-hmm. then when it came to 3D, so to speak, not yeah. just 3D, because you had the Broken Swords games as well, which were sort of, sort of cinematic. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely helped when it became, like, the Saturn and the PlayStation Resident Evil, Silent Hill, Alone in the Dark, mm-hmm. that's all the cinematic ones. Obviously, it evolved from there to Last of Us and Charlie. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was going to say. Uh, yeah. Quick hi to the new guys. Baggy, Lucinda, hi. Tom Collins. Tom Collins. Is that a famous book? Can't remember. Anyway, Moodoo. Hey, Moodoo. Um, Not the bees! I think, I think, uh, think Mr. Grove will probably agree on this as well, but come just quickly uh, touching on the sort of cinematic stuff. I think... Um, I think Halo found a very good balance between gameplay and like epic sort of the yeah. movie feeling Definitely, with yeah. the characters. Like, because at one point you are just seeing this massive spaceship and it's like epic and, and you're getting into the characters, and then the next you're like, you know, shooting yeah. loads of little aliens. But then the first game I ever played that I felt like, okay, this is really just more a movie than it is a game. Like, it's literally just felt like I was watching a film the whole time. Uh, was really recent, which was probably The Last of Us, actually, where literally the whole game, you're so invested in the characters and where they are and, and what's going on around you, you sort of forget that you're playing it almost. It's like you just want to listen to what they're saying and every line is like a, you know, it's like you're watching a film. Yeah, The Last of Us. I mean, I, 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 I hard line stuck to my, um, you know, Last of Us is not that good for years and years and years. Yeah. Well, at least, no, not that it's not that good, but it's, I can play other games that like it, and I yeah, could. Play it, hitch, play it, hitch. Yeah, yeah, but and, and and I've played it now, and I stand by the fact that there are games like it. However, mm. yes, The Last of Us is probably the most movie cinematic narrative game. driven yeah. cinematic uh, game I've ever played. I know, mm-hmm. apart from the shooting sections, they completely and utterly spoil it. Yeah, I see. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, it's, one one genre or another genre stop mixing genres does not work they always do it though you know oh the gamers gonna get bored we didn't get bored we got annoyed and then we were happy when we went back to the story you know to the cinematic driven narrative uh so yeah mm-hmm. last of us stands up there it's, it's probably my it's probably my ultimate it. 10 out of 10 game probably yeah like with, with um, going back to Silent Hill, the the action and fighting was terrible. <laughs> yes, it was. It's but it was be- it was ever. better though because it was slow paced. Slow slow paced works well in narrative cinematic driven games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Skyrim had possibly the worst combat engine ever. Like yes. you just sit there with a the sword going slash slash yes. slash yeah. and they watch their <laughs> until they die. They don't even flinch. You know, you're just hitting this like zombie with a hammer. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Um, I mean, the archery was quite cool, I guess, but that was about it. Yeah, really. We're not going to talk uh, about you and archery in games. You can no. just sod off with that. Having shivery flashbacks, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and any other game where you can headshot me, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's have a quick look what chat's been saying. Uh, I feel the best parts of COD are the non-interactive experiences. You're just marvelling at the in-game engine cutscenes. Again, that yeah, that's the cinematic stuff. 
Uh, but then if you talk about Battle 4, interactive changing maps, now that is something that increases gameplay. Fun fact, due to technical abilities going up, but then again, that was just dynamically changing backgrounds. Yeah, I'm not sure that really mm -hmm. had anything to do with... I think it was an innovative method of mm -hmm. doing it, but I'm not necessarily sure it was anything to do with technical abilities. I think, I think it was just marketing, really. It's just yeah. like, we have <laughs> levels that change, you know. Um, the deep in uber technical gamer mode and i can't follow to make meaningful contributions yes you can be anybody can just tell us just tell us just tell us b what was your biggest evolution in gaming it doesn't have to be technical it can be on the gameplay side because it's gaming is i picked gaming so that it could mean both to be honest uh, and i didn't have enough room to say games gaming and consoles um so i wasn't really allowed to play shooter games growing up why not you're american no. Oh, after after what just happened, I do apologize for that. Um, get good gun laws. Uh, I was mostly playing Resident Evil at age like twelve. Uh, Lucinda, when you were playing it, did you play it for the scares? Did you play it because it was like going to the movie that you weren't allowed to go to, but strangely were allowed to play? Um, I've I've read that before. A lot of people said. You know, I could not go to see an 18-rated movie, but I was allowed to kill Nazis in a video game. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or fight zombies, or, you know, it's it's different, apparently, because you're in there doing it, as opposed to just watching it on a made-up screen. you already did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> MGS, Metal Gear Solid interactivity of the world was truly a leap from 32-bit to 128-bit. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, that, yeah, I guess that's... you could hide in a box. No, no, that no, that was a cinematic masterpiece. If you ask me, the first Metal Gear Solid game. That's PlayStation, yeah. right? PlayStation, yeah. I'm not talking about the MSX. No, no, no. Oh yeah, oh, you're talking no, about PlayStation. No, I'm not talking about the MSX games. You know, the, the, they were good. You had the 2D ones, but mm. as, again, you had text for story, which was yeah. fine back then. But yeah. no, MGS on the PlayStation. That that was extremely Except. cinematic, and it was like a movie. It was like a bloody espionage spy thriller action thriller movie like you know, yeah and it was brilliant. same jonesy yeah there's another one jonesy yeah we mm -hmm. gray and uh, ted pretty much covered that jumping from platformers to a 3d Thanks game yeah mm -hmm. blew my mind especially specifically for gray tomb, Ra tomb raider oh god i've got yeah. the cups now what the hell i remember watching my dad play tomb raider yeah. oh that's sad yeah. Yeah. how do you feel yeah. now yeah. he actually yeah. bought a statue we've got a lara croft like a real person sized lara croft me. statue in our house no no joke it's how much do you want now, for it? moving <laughs> i'll take a picture i'll buy it i'll buy it it's great no, oh, you'll never get it off him you'll never it. ever get it off him he did he drill where he needed to drill and pack it no 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 <laughs> oh dear um, okay i want to talk about I've, i kind of covered it before but i want to talk about the massive evolution that was fmv gaming uh. i know that in chat there are some people who literally would die for fmv gaming uh they they love it mm. i i love it to a, a certain degree too i must admit night trap brilliant game Fucking brilliant game, um, and and many others. Uh, Is that Sega CD? Yeah. Yes. Mega CD too. Mega, Mega CD. Sega CD same. Um, <laughs> it is, but you know, that have you played Ted? You, you, you're yeah. the youngest among us. I mean, obviously yeah. you don't look it, but you are. Um, 
Have you have you played FMV games? I don't mean games with FMV in. I mean FMV games. Literally FMV games. It literally FMV like games. Uh, Sewer Shark, Night Trap, um, Space Ace. Yeah. Who? Space Ace. Space Ace. Dragon, 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 Dragon Lair. Dragon Lair. Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Yeah, that's. I recognise them. I recognise the names. I don't think I've played them. I'm not sure Dragon's Lair is really classes as an FMV. Is that literally the game where you've got like a movie on screen? Yes. And you like press the buttons on the. I definitely yeah, you, you can interact think... to launch. Like in Dragon's Lair, it was yeah. essentially a laser disc game, not an FMV game. I've never played one, thing. but I've seen them. But like, they, like yeah. Sewer. The one I just fucking mentioned. And, and Sewer Shark. Sewer Shark. Sewer Shark. You, it was literally an overlay on mm. a moving video. So you mm. shot things as you're flying through a moving video. I think uh, all FMV games were that, weren't they, at one point? What? I think all FMV games were that, were like, you know, basically an overlay. Not far off, yeah. I mean, you had, like, uh, Night Trap, which had no real overlay. It just flicked to different cutscenes and stuff like that. Let's um, be honest, though, we're, we're in the 90s. Anyone who, uh, same movie, I only wanted to play because there was naked girls in it. There was, there was, okay, okay. Official information: there were no naked girls in Night Trap. There was they, no even remote sign was, of nudity in Night Yeah, Trap. but they were having pillow fights. I was twelve years old when that game came out. I was twelve years old when that game came out. My bloody hormones all over the place. Confirming when you're twelve years old, pillow fights with slightly well-dressed young ladies is his nudity. Yeah, girls dressed in your pajamas having pillow fights. Why do you know Grace King, apparently? Jesus Christ, I was 12 years old. It drive me nuts. Can you name a somewhat modern video game that is FMV that I might recognise? FMV modern? FMV, listen, the thing with FMV is what happened was it, it did what it had to do. It died. Okay? Road Avenger. Road Avenger was quite good, yes. I love that. Um, I still like, I love so it. a modern game that uses FMV in that sense. Oh! Oh! The, re, the, the, the re-release of Night Trap? <laughs> Does that count? No, no, no. Uh, the the, the Bovine Divine, the bunker, is coming back. Yeah, the bunker. Do you know who made the bunker? Who's the? What is the bunker? I've not heard of it. It's a game. It's a game with FM. Well, not they call it's not FMV now because it's full motion. It is video. It is full motion video. It's supposed to be really good. And do you know who made it? Uh, Chris Tarantino. No, no, no. no. (laughs) Wills Interactive. Hey. Welsh game developer made that game. It's good. It is. It is very good. It's got high praise. Dragon Slayer was one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Bunker. Is this a game that's available now? This is it a... came out this year. It's a brand new yeah, game. Okay, hang on. I'm, I'm just going to look for this Bunker. Yeah. Uh, I am about to buy a Divinity Original Sin, so I don't really want to spend a fortune on some other game. Right. Oh, hang on. Uh, there's two. No, there's three. There's four. There's how many? Which one? The Bunker. The Bunker. Mm. Yeah. I presume it's The Bunker. As the last remaining survivor in a nuclear bunker. Okay, there you go. The bunker. That is. That is. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not. It's supposed to be very good as well. Yeah. So what is it? Is it like the old FMV games? Do you interact with it? You interact with video stuff. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not like 
I don't Wales think the Colonial SMV, no, because I don't I've got to have a look to see what Wales Interactive have also released. Oh my god, Wales Interactive released a load of games. They have. I played a few of them on stream in the past. Hang on, Soul Axiom? I've played that. Yes, oh, Soul cool. Axiom. Uh, Gravity like Badges. That's a great name for a game. Gravity Badges. For Combo, Bombo, Bubble Blaster. There you go. Okay, so FMV is back. And luckily, yeah. it's not grainy shite. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's FMV to my grainy shite. Well, I'm, I may. I'm, I'm not sure my monetary, my monetary um, monies are doing. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to get Divinity Original Sin 2. So I might get that too and play it on stream. We shall cool. see. We shall see. Um, right. Did we answer Lucinda's question? What was the question? Uh, the question was naming the FMV. Well, yeah, I guess we named it yeah, the bunker. Did. Yeah, I guess yeah. bovine named it for you. So that's yeah, it, yeah. essentially. But, of course, if that game's popular, we're going to get a lot more because that's what happens. And we're going to be sick yeah. of it really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got to play it. That's good. Okay. All I can think of at the top of my head. I just downloaded it on my iPad. Oh, God, it's a mobile game. Okay. What? Apparently the bunkers. Well, I guess oh, right. most games like it's, that kind it's of just played. video, you know. It's not, yeah. Um, but that actually kind of brings me to another section of the evolution of gaming, one that we don't tend to think about, and that of the mobile video game. Yeah, yeah. Question. Answer. When I think of mobile gaming, yeah, I don't mm. think of 3DS, Switch, um, no. Vita. I don't think of that when, for some reason, whenever someone says, do you play mobile games? I, I think, just think I about my phone. My mobile phone. Yeah. To, to, I, I don't play yeah. games on my mobile phone. To, to be fair, mobile is synonymous, at least in most of the world, but probably America, because they use cell with a phone. Yeah, exactly. So I think yeah, we, yeah. We, we mean a phone. If you say mobile gaming, we, we don't mean the Switch now. No. That's, to that's, me it doesn't, anyway. Yeah, that's handheld gaming. Exactly, handheld. That's yeah. what that's what mobile. Yeah. Game so no, ignore the ignore the console handhelds. We're talking about, so you're mobile, talking about phone mobile phones. No, gaming. I hate gaming on mobile phones. I, I hate yeah. it with a passion. <laughs> I've only ever really got into one uh, sort of mobile game that I played for a while. I, I mean, obviously you like play games with your friends on like the school bus and them. stuff, but like that. But mobile games sort of came after that for you guys but uh yeah yeah uh, but so it was all right for that because you could just bluetooth to each other on the bus and whatever but uh i think like things like clash of clans and all those kind of ones which are literally just trying to dig into your pocket you know candy crush yeah uh, i don't i don't play those i don't see the point really i actually like candy crush but i've never spent I mean, any I'm sure money it's quite addictive because that's why it gets played loads and it makes millions of dollars every year but i think ted just came uh, up with a perfect example why i hate Mobile phone gaming. What the all the in-app purchases and things. Candy Crush. Yeah. Uh, I hate touchscreens. I hate touchscreen mm -hmm. stuff when it comes to gaming. I think mm -hmm. they're terrible. Hang on, you don't like the Nintendo DS? That's not touchscreen though. It is touchscreen, but it's buttons <laughs> with the pad. Right. Stop trying to, you can use that. your finger. <laughs> no, no, that's different. But no, I'm talking about solely touchscreen. Just games. a touchy screen. They just don't work. They do not work. I don't care if you got an iPhone nine, whatever the hell. There are some touchscreen games, mobile phone gaming, that have worked very, very well. I must admit, I'm sure I, can't, they work well. I, I can't remember. The, uh, Angry Birds is one. That, in fact, probably the one. I did play a lot of Anchorbirds. And that game is fantastic and did not I require me to spend it. any money. Uh, Flappy it. Bird. 
Yeah, similar. That was that addictive one. That's yeah. the one that got everyone I in it. Yeah, well, I got really you, good at that actually. To be to be fair, Gray, you are any game where you crash into the same thing over and over and over again, <laughs> which is that. the very definition of. I hate, no, the reason the reason I'll tell you why I hate that game, because people were trying to sell it for four hundred quid and they go like, oh, fuck yourself. Oh, when yeah. Yeah, yeah. When it's, I can't. Remember. It, it annoyed me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was one game, I can't remember what it was called, but you basically, it wasn't Angry Birds, it was 3D and you had a catapult and you pulled back and you shot at like soldiers in castle walls and things that like was, that. Uh, oh, that was brilliant. Uh, and you yeah. could get like the tornado ball and yes. all those kind of yes. things. That was called, oh shit. I that sounds that. like a board game. I used catapult to King, it was called. Catapult King. Catapult that King was, is... Catapult King was a yeah. great game on iOS, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's one of the best video games I have it played. Was 3D and it's Angry on a mobile. Birds. It's on yeah. a mobile. I did enjoy that too. I remember that one. Yeah, that there's there's lots of lots and lots of good mobile games, um, but I, I I do I I don't brand them as games. I brand them as and it actually says it in Wikipedia. But I brand them as, as anyway as time killer games. Yeah, that's all they are. Time it's on killers. the bus. Yeah, that, to be fair, that's exactly when I played them yeah. on the bus, on the plane. Yeah, you know, just whenever you have time, you go right. You play them in between today. moments anyway. of real life. I call yes. them soul killer games. Myself. Soul killer. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool dark souls <laughs> uh, uh, and the the rhythm games the rhythm games they're fun bovine loves them i love them never i played them on my them. ds and you're sat there and you're tapping on your screen and it's really cool and you then oh my god i'm fucking missing the beats going up and they're fun great you should try them i, oh, I know I, I i'm really biased towards mobile home games because <laughs> I, I, I just didn't like them when i tried like like ted said um i didn't play i didn't have no there's no mobile phones when i was in school so i didn't do the yeah. bus yeah. you know the, waiting on a bus stop by the time mobile yeah. phones came out i was driving so exactly yeah yeah so i it's think I thing for me. On that. and I've, I've i've tried them in the past candy crush games i can't stand you know get all games like that well, as, as bovine points out that's just you you're 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 talking about very a very specific set of whale-based, let's milk everybody for all they can get type video mm -hmm. games on mobiles. There are lots more. There's mm -hmm. the RPG ones. Nearly every RPG that you could play in the last 30 years is now available on mobile mm -hmm. and yeah, it's yeah. perfectly playable. I, perfectly before, playable. I, I did, when I had an iPhone, I think it was a 4S or something, I did have GTA Vice City on it. Yeah, you can play like most of the GTAs. You can play GTA 3, you can play San Andreas. Yeah, but I think can I just I point out you can play all these games on Android too? Okay, just just for the okay, okay. non-Apple fans <laughs> in the chat. Other phones are available, <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I haven't. I've never tried the RPGs, but I think I've, my my experience with mobile phone gaming has been spoiled because when I when I, the games I wanted to play were two D side scroll games, yeah. and they just didn't work with touchscreen, and that, that put me off mobile phone gaming for the rest of my life. Okay, so the, so, so the evolution into... Lucinda, thanks for those. The evolution into mobile phone gaming, for you, Grey, was a disaster. Yeah. And, this, and that's my preference. I'm not saying this is yeah. a disaster. That's just my opinion. I think so myself I and Ted probably like to say we don't like it, but we also do like some of the games. I on think it. It, was, it was good for, especially in my case, it was good for when you've just got time to fill and you're with a couple of friends. It's like, oh, do you want to, you know, Bluetooth Mario Kart on your phone or something like that, you know? Yeah, just, yeah. just a mini version of the games you like on Mario console, Run, so. brilliant game. Yeah, whatever. It, yeah, it's just got an update too. Um, uh, we've evolved now, thanks to Nintendo, into slightly better, much better handheld gaming. Um, but I still think they're behind, apart from specific titles, on things like 
mobile gaming. Do you guys agree? Is it is it is mobile gaming evolved into handheld, or is handheld gaming just an offshoot now of mobile gaming? But mobile mobile gaming is still in the lead. I think mobile gaming, like as in on a phone, makes uh, like is a bigger market. I think it definitely generates, you know. Well, everybody has money. one, doesn't they? Every, well, yeah, exactly. Everybody has one. Yeah, yeah, and it's and uh, I think they they he's on one big market now. Uh, I I haven't had played a handheld console since like PSP and Game Boy Advance. Uh, I'm not interested in like the Switch or the Vita or the new DSs particularly at all. Yeah, I like that. I like two comments. Bovine, mobile handheld gaming are turning into a hybrid genre. Lovely lady to be exact opposite. Seem very separate. I actually agree with Bovine. I think they are a hybrid. Mm -hmm. um, Nintendo games are coming on the mobile. Mobile mm -hmm. games are going on to PCs even. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're spreading about all over the place. I think it's very much a hybrid genre. And I actually, mm -hmm. I actually am grateful. I think it was a good, a good move, a good leap. Mm -hmm onto that side that gave us this ability, gave everybody an ability. All of a sudden, games on this, which I know you can't see unless you're watching the stream, games on this mobile, suddenly let all the people that, oh, games are for children and nerds, all of a sudden, they're playing games too, which mm -hmm. then lets them say, hmm, Switch is kind of similar, maybe I'll get that. Well, that PC looks good, I've been playing games, maybe I'll play games on a PC. Mm. and it's a step up it, it evolves the people in yeah. my opinion so so mobile gaming fucking 11 out of 10 thank god for mm -hmm. mobile gaming in my also, opinion yeah lucinda makes a, a good point there in that uh when like a game blows up it moves to other platforms i mean not even just yeah. other handheld devices you can get angry birds on you can get like angry birds star wars 2 on the playstation 4 you know and you play it with a with gamepad and yeah that just shows that and it's better know, than battlefront 2 so yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting an argument. <laughs> Battlefront 2, by the way, the original Battlefront 2, not the new one, uh, is available for free. One. No, it's not. It's available for cheap on GOG.com, GOGO.com, and it's cross-multiplayer compatible with the Steam version now. The servers are Ooh. back online. Battlefront Ooh. 2, guys. Not the new Battlefront Let's 2. Let's do it, three man. Yes, Dude, the old Battlefront, Battlefront 2. 2. Real Battlefront 2. And GOG Galaxy are hosting the servers, apparently. So, hey, good stuff. So there you go. So that's cool. That was one that should be done, uh, I do think. Um, right. Sorry about that. That's all right. Is your mum okay? She is okay. Yeah. Good, 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 good. That's the daily conversation. Are you dead yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mind ignoring phone calls, but when it's my mother, I always answer. Nah, obviously, <laughs> obviously. Um uh, I think they start on the easiest platforms to make a game or cheapest, and if they think they can make more money with it, expand to other platforms. Yeah, yeah that's true. And Where also we, the inevitability, the accessibility of <laughs> uh, game engines like Unity have also made it. Because mm. you, you make a game on Unity, it will work on anything. It's transferable. Yeah, Android, Apple, Linux, Windows. Macintosh. Um. All, all of those things. They so, don't actually work on Macintosh, so that's the thing. You try and boot it and it just crashes. What's the question? We're talking about mobile gaming and how... Oh. We're still talking about mobile gaming. Okay. And and how most of us think it was actually good for gaming mm. in that it's, 
it, it's now turned into a, a kind of a hybrid sport. So what works on mobile gaming now passes to another, what is on another now passes to mobile. And because of the fact that everybody has at least one mobile in this world, it seems, some mm -hmm. people have two or three, um, mm -hmm. it enabled non-gamers to become gamers, which is good for us as gamers because that means more. What I will say about mobile gaming, I like, I, I hate it, but I have my reasons why I hate it. But I like it for the fact that devs can get their games onto mobile phones. Get yeah. more, like you said, like you just said, get more people playing their games. Like um, uh, Super Meat Boy is uh, one example. You know, that, there's games like that you could get on the mobile phone. Yeah, that, that's what I like that part of it. That, you know, like. I don't, I don't despise mobile gaming because there's video games on there I, for my own reasons, but I'm glad that devs, good devs at least, can get their games out you know, on other yeah. platforms where people wouldn't usually play video games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bovine, I am taking exception to the Unity Vomit emote. Um, <laughs> there is nothing vomit-worthy about Unity. Unity it's is down to engine. the people that can use it. The problem with Unity is that it is cheap as in free now but they all are it is immensely accessible and it's a bit yeah. like streaming on twitch okay now this is not a, a knock at all people that do this. saturated uh it's like you know you can suddenly stream on twitch on ps4 and xbox just by flicking a button just because you can doesn't mean you should okay just because unity is accessible does not mean everybody should suddenly think they can make a game because they can't the long dark is unity and you are not Fantastic telling me game. that that is a bad game Okay, there are many, many good games. Yeah. Unity Engine does not lead to shovelware, dude. Shit leads to shovelware. Shit, that's, that's, what, I, that's yeah. what I was going to say. It's not Unity's fault that it, shovelware comes out of that engine. Like, you know, yeah, it's just... yeah. Um, Shovel Knight is Unity, as far as I know, uh, if I remember rightly. Uh, the, the, the point is that all, all games start to look and feel the same. Not true at all. Not true at all. There's very little acid, 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 yeah, acid flipping on Unity games. That's the more the lights of Game Maker and stuff like that. And still, on Game Maker, some of the best games ever made have been made on even simpler game mm -hmm. software like Game Maker. Mm -hmm. um, so no, uh, don't don't slate Unity. Unity's Unity's fine. Unity is an evolution of game engines that we really needed because it throws mm -hmm. out that accessibility and it does bring all the fucking froth to the top yes but mm -hmm. when you scrape off that froth you're left with gold you really are <coughs> uh, heat signature is game maker there you go uh, that was it was gun thingy that i was talking about then the, the one he made before yeah. gunshot or something i knew that one was made in that yeah um and yeah the shit games will be made unity i know Talking about Ellen the other 85% well. of junk. That's that's a bit like saying, you know, half of the SNES library is utter... Half of, 90% of the Mega or Sega CD library is utter junk. None of it was made in Unity. Hey! Oh, it is. <laughs> it is, I'm sorry. Sega 32X, there's five good games on it. It's 30 shit ones. You know, it's... <coughs> you, you can't blame the game engines. You've got to blame the devs. You, you just can't... You can't widespread it. You should know this, Bovine. You should know this. <laughs> Uh, PS3, it's full of, you know, dating sims. It's not the PS3's fault. Um, for Unity, there was Unreal. Before Unreal, there was Quake and Half-Life mods. Unreal yeah. Engine required more skill to create a game, probably, but it didn't require much any skill to create a game. It worked exactly the same. 
it's just older that's the only difference right um i'm gonna take a two minute break because i need a drink because yep. my lips are Me drying too. um so you guys go get your beers uh you guys in yes. chat go put your kettles on we'll be back in two minutes i'm gonna mute these people i'm gonna stick my beer right back screen on i'll probably be back before them do not turn your webcams off they won't see you anyway okay okay i'll see, right, we'll see you in a minute see you in a bit in a guys <laughs> what i can get my bum out you can get your bum out, but beware. I w oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that now. <laughs> and we'll be back in two minutes, guys. Okay, now, I'll the only question guitar. I need to know is, are you naked, Grey? Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> I have got a strawberry split. I have a pair. We are live again, by the way. Okay, cool. Oh. Stop eating crisps then. More crunchy, crunchy. Yeah, too crunchy. And um, mm. I have a very large bottle. A what? A very large bottle of ginger beer. 750 milliliters of ginger beer. Jesus. It's bigger than my head. I'm quite happy. Mm. Pale ginger beer or. Um... Uh, Becky, jog on. Traditional ginger beer. And, and the, that got Emma hilariously laughing. Upend before pouring. She found that hilarious. Made <laughs> <laughs> from real gingers. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with my spider fingers, Lady B? <laughs> there was actually a picture, a, a, a bottle of ginger beer in the shop where we bought this one. Hang on, I've got a train going by. Near it. <laughs> yeah. And um, he just said ginge with this picture. And I was just like that. I've got it. I didn't have my phone on me. I was going to take a picture and send it and say, Gray, you're famous. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, your spider fingers are weird, dude. <laughs> like that. <laughs> I see it now. <laughs> uh, you enjoying your lollipop crate? Yeah. I'm going to sneeze. Shit. Yeah, I've been <sighs> wanting to sneeze on out. I've got a cold. Uh, ease of development might make for a higher percentage of shit games. It does not lead to fewer good games overall, likely to lead to more good games, as it's leading to more games overall. Exactly, Burrs. Exactly. And people have to learn. It's good that people can learn. Um, back when I game dev, I got I got I released three games as a kid, mm. as a teenager. One of which you can download. It's called Planetoids, and it's on the Spectrum, and it's published by Scion Software. Beautiful. Actually, got sold. Um, they had a competition. Um, and the per per person who made the right one got shipped on like £10,000 worth of computers for the school, which was a fucking fortune back then, uh, 1982. And um, we won. And I was one of the programmers, coders, devs, whatever, on that game. It was three of us, three, cool. three kids. Me, John Elliott, a.k.a. John Stevenson, and Mick, no, Michael Leadham, I think he was. Um, Anyway, we made we made this game called Planetoids, released it on Spectrum. We won. School got all the shit. We we 
pretty much were the only kids that worked in the computer lab. So basically, we had all the computers. It was amazing. Two years of glory. And um, and the game's out there now. But when I was doing that, it was really hard. It was done in machine code for a reason. Because there mm. was no unity about. If there were unity about, we'd have probably lost. Because mm -hmm. all of a sudden, the whole fucking UK is open to, hey, mm -hmm. kids, can you make a game? And everybody could with unity. It might be shit. But mm -hmm. out of all that shit, there's going to be another 50 glorious game devs found. Mm -hmm. And that is good overall for us. But anyway. Planetoids. Yes, planetoids. Uh, right. Um, mobile gaming. We're done with mobile gaming. Mobile gaming yeah. is good uh, because it brought a snake. That's all we need to know. Mm. <laughs> and who didn't enjoy snake? I actually really like snake. Frustrates me, though. Yeah. Mm. There's a the new snake as well. Oh, yeah. It's his right. name. <laughs> Just call me Um, Sorry, I'm eating and I'm reading. <laughs> okay, guys. Huge evolution in gaming. We kind of skipped, we kind of skirted it uh, with Halo, I think. Uh, mobile gaming. Mo mobile, I think we can take, I think we can afford to say that mobile gaming was an evolution in its own right of gaming. Um, on console yeah. and on PC. <laughs> we know on PC it's always been free and it's always been better because we can make our own servers, always we could, until most games came out now, but that's a different subject. Um, but on console as well, even though they do tend to close them down after two, three years, mm. the, the, the evolution, the, the, the birth of um, um, oh, fucking Xbox gaming. One. Oh, yeah. yeah, what's it called? Xbox Live. Xbox Live, Xbox thank you. Live. Uh, the birth of that, which I know wasn't the forerunner, but it was the one that made it the most popular on consoles. Yeah. Come on. It just mm -hmm. was, you know? Yeah. We had SegaNet on Saturn, uh, believe it or not, which I used once. SegaNet on Dreamcast, which I used quite a lot for Fantasy Star Online. I used to play like Craig that. Free online on Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was there. And before that, we could do the BBSs and connect direct IP and stuff like that for on PCs. Mm -hmm. But when it all became this huge online thing and then games like Halo came out, uh, games mm -hmm. like Call of Duty and all play and Medal of Honor, <laughs> any of them, any mostly shooters, but any of them, the sports games. There was a big sports game on Microsoft. Uh, not like the Maddens and stuff. It was a Microsoft's own game and they had like four players and you could kind of go in rowboats and all that shit. I forget the name. Yeah. Um how how big yeah, how how important was that, in your opinions, in, in gaming circles, Ted? Sorry, like online gaming, you mean? Yeah. The, how important is online gaming? Not not just like online gaming, but when yeah. it really kicked off on the consoles and right. all of the okay. games came with a full multiplayer game, not just a yeah. Tech okay, it's definitely like a completely different experience then, because then you're thinking about buying a game because you can play it with your friends, and that happens even now obviously as a because it's become so popular but like when the, when the console you buy suddenly comes with like a headset with a microphone that's really exciting yeah. i think because you go oh this is great i can talk to my friends then you get on xbox live and you boot up for the first time and you you know don't even need to talk to them on the phone i can just talk to them over the xbox and mum doesn't even know it's great you know you're up in your bedroom you know late at night owning noobs on xbox live and i think that was really really a big 
uh, change, definitely, because suddenly you are interacting on so much such a different level with uh, with all your friends and stuff. Um, because because gaming before then, oh, obviously there was multiplayer gaming. And if there's like split screen and stuff, but I, just, I think it was more of a personal thing. Like you would go and you just yeah, usually I'm, I'm play not by talking couch calls. I'm talking online. Exactly. Yeah, you 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 sort of play by yourself. And but then now you can you know connect to anyone, and it's I think it's yeah. brilliant. Great. Um, going going back to the Xbox Live, uh, it was I think it was Halo, which it you know like you said they had online on Dreamcast, six seven, but there was Halo who came up with matchmaking. Because you had on, if I believe you had on PC GameSpy. Anyone remember GameSpy? Yep. GameSpy, yeah. The software you used to find other servers and what have you. But with, when can Xbox I, Can Lake I just on, interject? Sorry. Star Wars Battlefront 2 that has now got the crossplay and is back on live used GameSpy. Yeah, exactly. I used GameSpy. Well, all Game the big Spy ones on, did. Yeah, GameSpy was Battlefield. All, all the old Battlefield games had GameSpy as well for the yeah, multiplayer. Yeah. Battlefield 1942. But yeah, Xbox Live with a Halo that came, first came up with Matchmaker, and that's what changed mm. it. Where, excuse me, where you you could be matched up to other players of the like for you didn't have to search, search servers this time. They just match you up with a specific server. That's your ping. That's your player type or whatever. And you know that's that's where it pioneered. Yeah. Um, online game as far as as far as like, uh, like I said, Xbox and all that. It was good and bad because it killed bedroom gaming. Mm-hmm. Absolutely killed uh, couch. It, sorry, couch he did gaming. kill. He did kill couch. Absolutely court. killed it, and, I, and that was like hit you know. And you know, I grew up with couch gaming. All my mates used to come over. Or you go over the house. Brilliant. When online came out, it was just it's just you in your room playing with a lot of people, which like I love. Don't get me wrong, I love doing that. But it, at the same yeah. time, it killed. Mm-hmm couch gaming mm-hmm. you know and um xbox original xbox with the halo of the halo matchmaking that was one of the first proper true um online <clears throat> online uh hubs so to speak mm-hmm. yeah you know? yeah and yeah definitely uh pioneered pioneered mm-hmm. I, I gotta admit i mean these two guys have covered everything that i could say um it was huge for me i'm not <laughs> Despite the fact that I do wingman streams, I'm not mm. a massive online gamer in the sense of the multiplayer verse. I play with mates. Uh, I know Ted is happy to play with randoms in various games like PUBG, yeah, for example. But most of the time I am playing like with a friend and then with randoms. Yeah. Like quite rarely will I just go into a game by myself entirely. Yeah. Uh, it, it used to be a time, not anymore, because like I I got Steam, because so it's, it's a more convenient. But, but it used to be a time when I'd walk into a video game store, whatever it was back then, game I can't remember. But anyway, um, what the, it would it would matter of me whether I buy a game or not if I turned around and it had multiplayer, a multiplayer option. Yeah, 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 yeah. If it didn't have multiplayer, I wouldn't buy it. It was yeah. very rare I would buy a game without mm-hmm. multiplayer. You know, you, obviously I have a few. It doesn't mm-hmm. have multiplayer, but for me, when I walked into the store, that was the big, big buy or sell for me. Did yeah, it have multiplayer? No. Okay, back on the shelf it goes. Weirdly, mm-hmm. the big buy for me was did it have couch co-op? Now I've noticed people in there slating couch co-op, uh, and I can understand why couch co-op had issues because a it was hard to play, b it tanked frame rates most times unless they did it right. 
964. Yeah, from from 15 frames a second to five on a good day. Uh, but there were games that did couch cope really well, like Halo. Uh, Halo didn't really tank it. I mean, it did, but you didn't really notice. Not on the old CRTs anyway. He's got. What's he got? Uh, the best couch co-op game I have ever played. The best experience, Barnum. Ooh. Halo Combat Evolved. I was just talking about Halo. Original yeah. Halo. I've said this in videos on my channel. I've yep. said it time and time again. Me and my mate, Worthy P, we played this constantly. Couch <laughs> co-op. Best couch co-op game you will ever play. I am actually going to disagree. Oh, I think it's a great couch co-op game, and I was just talking about it when you, when you ran off. But the <laughs> best couch co-op game you can get, and the best one of the best online games you can get, is Bomberman. Yeah. Okay. Snares gets yeah. snares. That's when the, I the, play Bomberman. Yeah. The reason Bomberman works as a couch co-op is because you have one screen, and it does not do this split shit. Okay? Mm. So you've got one screen. You don't lose anything. You don't lose any clarity. You don't lose any FPS. You, you don't lose anything. It's just there mm -hmm. and you play it and it works. That's why I like Bomberman. Um, with Halo, you did still lose some clarity and some frame rate, but not as much. So it didn't it really matter. Bad, no. With GoldenEye, you lost a lot. Yeah. And it made it really, really hard. I still have my fondest memories of still playing GoldenEye. Definitely. Split screen with my son with Proximity Mines. Still the fond one of the fondest memories I'll ever have. Yeah. Uh, so despite that, Micro Machines, yes, Micro Machines had great couch co-op too. Mm -hmm. um, th there are some good couch co-op games out there. And they're not dead. They have finally, thankfully, started to come back. Uh, luckily, with the processing power we have now, we don't get that many tanked frame rates, but we still do get some. Why? I'm not quite sure. Uh, they could just limit the, the graphics, but no, that's not going to happen. Um, so, yeah, but... Okay, so on the online evolution... Did kill couch co-op, yeah. But he wasn't alone in killing couch co-op, so I'm not going to just blame it. I think that was always having nails in his coffin due to the <laughs> things I've mentioned. Um, but it, it, despite the fact that it helped to kill it, I think it was a as you, you say, you, you you went for a game if it didn't say co-op uh, multiplayer yeah. on it, I'm not buying it. Fuck yeah. that, you know. Now, nowadays, most people won't buy a game unless it has multiplayer in it. Uh, because yeah. when at the end of the day, when you're done with a single-player game, and the fallacy of them making a multiplayer game in the single-player game that it shortens the single-player game is bollocks. It doesn't have to, and I've seen plenty of games that do it where it doesn't. Um, so, you know, having multiplayer isn't derogatory to single-player by default. No, no, definitely not. No. Um, Emma uh, has a good, uh, good one there, mate, with uh, couch PvP is better than, better than couch co-op. Co in good some example, cases, uh, I think. Yeah, because you can see what the other person's doing. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> screen, person, I, screen I peeking, play, screen peeking. Yeah, I used to play Goldeneye so much, yeah. whenever I could look at someone's screen, I could tell exactly where they were, yeah. and I would go and kill them, and they'd hate me for it. It's, yeah, it's really hard not to. We, we, we play on Wingman, and I'm playing here, and I just see something out of the corner of my eye on Emma's screen, I'm just like... And then I know where she is, and I don't mean yeah. to do it, but <laughs> of course I do take advantage of that when it happens, and I'm yeah. pretty sure she and, does the same. And these days you get banned <laughs> for that in bloody competition. Yeah. 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 This is different times. Yeah. 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 Um, that, think... one, that one couch coat was a huge thing on the consoles. I um, actually I used to play with my lad, 
vertical one was always the best opposed to the horizontal split yes you could put something in between and then you could sit either yeah. side and you just you, you, you put a piece of cardboard brother. hook it onto the thing and it splits yeah. it and you can't cheat mm. it it's really great i was way too competitive i did that with my brother my probably my fondest memories of couch co-op is after that like way after goldeneye uh, and after halo as well uh, but definitely my fondest memories of couch co-op is like with my brother on the Lego games, like Lego Star Wars on like the yeah. PlayStation 2, because yeah. they were brilliant. They were really sort of, you know, lighthearted and, and you're just oh. working together. To, like, oh, I'm sorry, mid- brother. I didn't mean to shoot you and break you into millions of Lego bits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that no, was good. Yeah. I enjoyed those. Also games like Micro Machines as well. Yeah, yeah. PlayStation 2. I, I recently played Micro Machines and I'm terrible at that game. I used to be really good at that game. Yeah, Micro Machines is a, it's not a racing game. It's a memory game. Yeah, so you yeah, got to remember yeah. exactly where everything is. It's as simple as that. See you, Jonesy. Have a good day, dude. I always cheat Monopoly, full disclosure. <laughs> that's not a that? hard game to cheat in, though, is you it? You cheat by being the banker. That's uh, you yeah, you just take more money. Well, I, I don't cheat in Monopoly, but I do gain advantage in Monopoly by, when nobody's looking, slipping one of those 500s under the board, and another one, another, and then people think, oh, he's nearly skint, and you go... No, <laughs> it's not cheating. It's not cheating. It's meta gaming, maybe, but it's not mm-hmm. cheating. Uh, Splinter Cell Co-op. I've never actually played. No, I have Splinter Cell Blacklist. I played that lots, and um, the new Splinter Cell games I played Co-op. I never played. Is it not Pandora's Tomorrow? The other one, sure. Chaos no Theory. Chaos Theory. Is it Chaos Theory that is supposed to have the best multiplayer? I'm not one hundred percent sure. Um, but anyway, yes. So yeah, okay, so. Online multiplayer gaming, a good gaming evolution, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, yeah. Yeah. Good and bad. Good and bad. Yeah. I think mostly good, in my opinion. It's good, but again, you open yourself up to um, the world and their idiots. Yeah. I like how it did evolve. It evolved from kind of closed things to bigger things now to 128 yeah. player things and yeah. yeah i, I know, like that yeah it's just yeah, got crazy. bigger and bigger and bigger and the, the open world's yeah. now there where you can come in mm-hmm. and of course at least the mmos which mm-hmm. have been about yeah, forever. Elder Online, Planet Side, yeah. Things like that. which have been about for a long long time but again you know the 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 ultimate evolution of online mmo gaming for me is and will always be eve online because mm-hmm. even though i think there is one or two now that do it uh, Eve Online doesn't shard the universe. It's because of technology got us there. It's all one universe. Uh, mm-hmm. There are instances, but you can enter those instances. So it's not mm-hmm. like a real, you know, it's not locked off. Anybody yeah. can come and get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's 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 the pinnacle. That's about, I wish more online mm-hmm. games would go to that single sharded universe. But... Eve Online CCP, the guys who make the game in uh, Iceland, have, I believe, the world's most powerful computer to do it. You know, they've essentially <laughs> taken all of the big wigs in, in in computing and said, "We need this," and so they've made it. Unity wow. Engine leads to shovelware. What the I fuck? Do you actually copy it. pasta that ready yeah, for every conversation? I was thinking, oh my god, bovine's kicking in again. Bovine <laughs> is called out, motherfucker. Copy pasta arguments. <laughs> Unity Engine leads to shovelware. He's right. got that binded to number two. <laughs> yeah. Come say, ooh, conversation. Control V. Ha! <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. That's how strong I feel about it. And you moaned at me yesterday for coming back on a B right back just to complete my bitching about Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Big red button next to his key. Yes. Punch. I object. <laughs> <laughs> Bovine, you've been called out, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Next. Next. And he's on a t-shirt. He'd get lynched. <laughs> um, yeah, right, next, 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 next. Okay, I have an evolution of gaming. Fuck's sake, sorry. Go on, go get it. I'll eat a crisp while he's answering it. Is it his phone? I need a crisp too. It sounds like it. Yep. Next. No, we're gonna. Have a, we'll wait till he's done. Okay. It's his mum. Mister Gray, I just saw you on Hitch on Twitch. <laughs> Is it something to do with whales and discovering hidden buildings? <laughs> now tidy your room. <laughs> uh, we we will talk about that. Emma. That's coming at the end. Oh, interesting. I don't think it will. Suicide, uh, I think, multiplied, evolved, and de-evolved. It evolved, playing from randos to friends and randos to only friends. Now I'm not so sure what that, what that means, going against what it was meant for. I think it devolved in a sense, but I think it dipped more than devolved and then just carried on being what it was in the sense that some games were becoming too reliant on it, not for the same reasons that you do. Some games were just like, you know, here's a two-hour campaign, Sorry, but we've got a fantastic multiplayer game, you know. That's mm. when it does detract from the single, when the devs and publishers mostly probably let it to make more money. But that's the only, that's the only time I'd say it devolves or dips anyway. Um, you back? Yes, I'm back, yes. Uh, did you tell her that he is, Hitch is a really great guy and you're on his TV show because... <laughs> no, <laughs> she, she, she was worried, I think, my Facebook's been hacked. It's because she's had one of those emails saying um, a sign-in attempt has been done, this or that. It was me earlier on trying to fix her Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> she forgot. Did she look and she... I've been hacked. He's some scum from Wales. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, what was I going to talk about? No. Well, everyone's got an interesting point there no. about the online gaming. You, you talk about online gaming while I try to remember what the fuck I was going to talk yeah. about. I think I partially agree with what Bowen's saying there about the how you sort of walled in with the friend group you've got. I've definitely met like a couple of new people playing the games, like the new games as they come out, but especially if if you're playing older games, if you're, if you're not you know, wanting to keep up with every game and playing, you know, the new PUBG, the new COD, the new Battlefield, you're probably not going to meet, like, new people. Yeah. Um, because, uh, it let's say we just want to play Left 4 Dead, the only people you know you want to play Left 4 Dead 2 with are, the, you know, your friends. You don't go into Left 4 Dead 2 now and go into a random server and hope to meet some new people, really. But with a game like, I don't know, PUBG or whatever, you will meet new people because that's what the trend is at the time. People say that, and yet, when I was playing Journey on PS3, mm -hmm. everybody was so excited that I might meet somebody that is playing it at the same time. So mm -hmm. it's kind of the exact opposite. And these are the same people that like saying, you know, eh, and they were like, oh, you met a new guy, that's awesome. You know, mm -hmm. so I mm -hmm. guess it depends on the gaming experience, but I do understand yeah. from the point of, your fucking mother hates me, he shags my dad, and all that kind of shit from 12-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But they're Most not. Of them can't say. Yeah, at, le at least you get the option to mute them. You only have no, to hear them squeak what, once. That's one of the best things ever to be invented in online gaming is the mute button. The mute button. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely better having moved recently, like this, you know, in the last year. From pretty much exclusive console game to PC to pretty much exclusive PC gaming, I've noticed that that's such a massive thing. I think because consoles are so accessible, and you know most like family homes have them, you do get a lot less twelve screaming twelve year olds on PC yeah. than you do on PlayStation. That's for sure. That well, true. I think with PC you can like apart, like Ted said, apart from the PUBGs and whatever, you can pick who you choose with. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Steam's a great platform for that. Yeah. Steam is a great platform for that. It's pity the developers don't use Steam properly. Mm -hmm. There's still so many games out there that you're just like, can I join through Steam? No. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Why not? It's the 21st century, man. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, the subject that I was going to bring up about a real evolution in gaming, I've completely forgot what it was. So <laughs> I blame Gray's mother. Um, so yeah, that's gone. So instead of that, Let's talk about the one that I was going to leave at the end. Yeah. VR. Hmm. VR. What does the V stand for? Visual. Vagina. Virtual. What does the R stand for? Reality. What does the V stand for again? Vagina. <laughs> um, vagina railroads. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic evolution. <laughs> that, is, that is very much, very much ongoing. Virtual reality. Yes, virtual, very much ongoing. And I experienced virtual virtual reality for the first time in the early 80s. Uh, I did in the early 90s. And I can, if anybody's seen a game called Lawnmower Man, I can assure That's you it was nothing man. like that. Not no, no. Uh, it was kind of, kind of the bargain basement version of the Lawnmower Man, um, with little lines all over the place for your hands and shit like that. It was very strange. But VR is here. And in my mm. opinion, it is not going anywhere. Never again. If anything, no. it's just going to advance now into cross between AR and VR, which is augmented reality, mm -hmm. for anybody who doesn't know, which means you can see shit interacting with you in the real world. A quick definition of that for people that don't know is, you know, when you're looking at your TV screen and you're playing on a PlayStation console and that little robot will pop up over your shoulder and shit, that's kind of AR, kind of. Well, it's really supposed to be not you looking at a TV, you're supposed to be looking through glasses and see it on your TV, mm -hmm. but it's kind of in that way. I'm just trying to explain it in a very simple term. Um, so a combination of AR and VR is I'm hoping where it goes. Hopefully in contact lenses, uh, connect us directly to your brain or something so we all go to sleep and turn into zombies yeah, and then I want the matrix. yep yep essentially um but yeah vr 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 is evolving vr is coming down in price it's it's serious it's there it's here thank you for the host um it's not too expensive anymore samsung's bringing out one called galaxy um which is 499 dollars headset so expect the same price yeah galaxy is the phone isn't it no, Samsung are bringing out a Galaxy, um, Galaxy VR. Full VR headset. Like a uh, sort of nine, nine, with hand control, motion controls and everything. Oh, right. And I've just remembered what my main subject was, so I'll talk about that afterwards now. Okay. Write it down so you don't forget again. No, I'll put a picture in front of me so I remember <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, virtual reality. Guys, yes, mm. no, do you want it? 
Must you have it? Is it the future? Will it be the future? Yes, Gray, you can go first. I want VR. <laughs> I love VR. I've, I, 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 sorry if I'm raising my voice, but um, I've recently, like, I, I, like Hitch, I played the shitty six polygon VR when I was like 10 years old. Early, early 90s for me, not, well, it might, I don't know, it might be late 90s, uh, 80s, I don't know, but um, I can barely remember it, it was a Formula 1 game again, it was terrible. But anyway, um, recently in the last few years I've tried various VRs, I've tried the PSVR, I've yep. tried the Samsung Gear, mm-hmm. um, I tried the Oculus Dev Kit 2, That's that was, point. I think it was like about two years ago that was, I think that, that, that particular kit was out. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think VR is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And recently, I played a racing game in VR and a proper sit-down with steering wheels. Saw the video. Saw you going for the gear shift. Yeah, I tell you what is the most immersed I have ever been in a VR game. I cannot explain how weird it was. In fact, I was going for a minute and I had to take the headset off because in the (laughs) game, I was crashing. And I was fearing for my life because it was so real. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I can link the video. It's not a selfless plug, but I can link the video. And it's at the end of the video. You can see me. I, I'm, I'm driving along in, you know, trying not to crash. And my arm keeps going down for the gear stick. Yeah. It's because that's how I drive. Obviously, my gear stick's on the left-hand side. Yeah. And when he got out of it, he swore that the chair moved. I swear, I swear, I, if you watch the video, I'll, I'll link it later, but if you watch the video, I swear to God, the seat, have you ever played the Outrun arcade cabinet? Yeah, um, the it one? It felt yeah. like, honestly, I, I, whenever I went around the corner, I thought the chair was going like that. I thought, no, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. You were, like, you were, you were like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't explain it, because to this day, it feels, I, I, I swear that chair was moving. I've seen the video, it wasn't. Yeah, but it bloody was. I'm telling you now because whenever I went around a corner, it felt like I was moving, but it was my brain making me think that I was doing it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's VR is both amazing and scary of what it can mm. make your brain do. Yeah. Let me tell you, is, isn't that the best thing about an evolution of any tech though? When it's scary, you know it's good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we've got yeah. AI coming up, drivable cars coming. It's all fucking scary, you yeah. know. Like, uh, like but I said, it's... I was totally immersed. I'm going to link that video if you don't mind, Hitches. No, no, you link away. Ted, Ted, VR. Yeah. You passionate? Uh, I'll tell you exactly where I think it's going. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. Like Gray, I've had a go. Um, I have played quite a lot of PSVR, and I've had probably three or four hours in the Vive, the HTC Vive, yep. uh, which is phenomenal compared to the PSVR. Um, but PSVR is definitely fun. It's. I don't think it's worth the price that it was marketed at. Definitely not worth the price it was marketed at at first. And there just weren't enough games, there wasn't enough support for it, I don't think, yeah. really. Um, but the HTC Vive is absolutely fantastic, and obviously everyone sort of wants one. You know, yeah. I'm, well, I've overloved my camera a bit too much, you can't actually see me, there we go. Um, it's fantastic, yes, it's awesome, it makes you feel completely, like it's completely real. You know, I was playing one where you're like an archer and you're defending a castle, and you really feel like, you can almost feel the draw strength of the bow, it's, it feels so realistic, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really awesome. But I don't think it's going to ever get to the point where it replaces uh, normal PC gaming. I think there'll definitely be... It's going to get to the point where where it's like every game has sort of a VR version of itself, maybe. Almost, you know, apart from the indie titles and things. And it's like, oh, do you play that on VR or do you play it normally? But I don't think it's ever going to get to the point, in my opinion, obviously, where it's like 
everything is VR. Yeah. I think it's definitely, uh, and it's not for everyone. I kind of know people who try to go, no, it's horrible. I hate it. It made me dizzy. It made me feel sick, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I don't think it's going to ever overtake or completely dominate the market. Sorry, I'm watching Gray's desperate to say something. Go on. No, no, no. no I, I, you know, I can see what Ted's saying, but I just want to say for, about another game which I tried at EGS that I never thought could be done in VR. Mm. I can't remember the name of it. Now, it was a zombie side scroll. It was like Streets of Rage. Mm. It was a 2D Streets of Rage style game yeah. in VR. Now, just think how that could work in VR before I explain it, because I couldn't mm. think about it until it... <laughs> Until until I sat in there with the headset, and basically it's it's a two D game. You see your you see your sprites just like Street Rage right in front of you. Yeah. When you move your head, you can look at the, the end of the level or that end of the level, and it all turns into three D until you look that way and it's back to normal. To I can't explain it unless you see it. It's like the yeah. Matrix; you have to see it for yourself. <laughs> it, was, it blew my mind. I just could not did not think. You can play a 2D game in VR. I don't think it could be done. I'm in the Matrix right now, so I guess I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, honestly, it's, it's mind-blowing because you just can't imagine it until you're in the VR and playing a 2D game. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of people in chat, um, the experts, saying how it's not there yet and stuff like that. No, it's not there yet. But um, I, I do... I, 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 it, it is. Even though VR's been here a long time, we are publicly pushing it now for mm -hmm. um for, for you know it, it's been seriously pushed now it's it's in homes it's never been in homes before yeah now it's in homes i think the technology will rapidly increase they might need to start to redo it different ways which is why i think that a cross between ar slash vr is the way to go now ar is not there yet okay vr is there for gaming but it's not there for, for, for everything else. And the, the interactivity and the, the immersion you get is partially because you're tricking your brain and you're allowing your brain to be tricked. But that's fine. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. We read a book. You get into the book. You're suddenly scared. It's fucking paper. It's dead tree. You know, you, yeah. your brain yeah. says, let's get you immersed. So mm -hmm. you can get immersed in VR to make it as real as you want it. I was shaking when I got out of the vibe for the first time. Yeah. Uh, physically it, trembling because I was like, Whoa, you know. The, the brain is incredibly easy to trick. Just look at Carsick, you know? I, I, I don't suffer from vertigo in real life. I could climb the highest building. I have no problem with heights. Mm, I've had vertigo twice in a VR game. Twice. <laughs> I've never suffered from that before until I played it's a VR game. Yeah. yeah. So what we do, as Emma said, you need critical mass for anything to take off. And I think it's getting cheaper now. I think in a couple of years, you're going to be able to pick up a decent gaming headset for two ninety nine that will run on most people's computers and consoles. Yep. And that's when that critical mass is going to be there. And that's mm. when it's going to peak and start. But to I peak. always think it could yeah. take 20 years. But yeah. what the hey, 20 years ago, we were 16 bit. You know, we can, also, we can take 20 years. Don't, don't forget. Sorry, Ted, to interrupt. That's don't fine, forget, that's fine. Uh, you got the main, you got the main VRs right now. It's the HTC Vive, PSVR and the Samsung. But um, I think it was Microsoft uh, came up last year. I think, I think it was Microsoft. They were talking about that they're getting five contractors like Lenovo, um, all those kind. Of, I can't remember the other companies now. They're all going to make their own yeah. mid to high you know, range VR sets. So within about a year, maybe maybe under under two years, you're going to have about ten companies 
all with their own VRs competing, price competing, so yeah. that'll bring the price down. For and in that, and they're all technology companies as well. So in that sense, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's it's going to advance it and it's going to reduce it, and there's going to be losses. But what the hell, that happens. Yeah, I think um, it's, I think it's coming right now. Yeah, I, I think in ten yeah. years' time, I, I I'm hoping in ten years' time everybody will have access to it whenever they feel like okay. it, and I'm hoping okay. in twenty to thirty years' time, which I'll still be alive. Fuck you. Um, there will there, there will be that implosion. I mean, yep. computers were valve based, and I don't mean valves in steam. Um, cathode ray tubes on TVs, and it only took one little invention before all of a sudden TVs were that thick. Computers mm. were powered by microtransistors. It, yeah. it 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 takes literally. You can't say when, and I'm not going to say when, but. You've got one year is one technology, and it's mm-hmm. not like the evolution of animals and ours. It doesn't take a long time, and you don't really see it. It just goes boom. It's there. Oh look, we've invented this. We managed to miniaturize it. So it, mm-hmm. it can literally be 1920. Sorry, 2020. Doing what we do now. 2021. Suddenly, holy shit, we can really make this shit small. We can make mm-hmm. little glasses instead of yeah. big things. And and then the next thing you know, the somehow. I don't know. This is fantasy, I know. But, you know, sending fucking waves over your brains and shit like that. Contact lenses that when you blink twice, it turns the world into a yeah, VR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's within the realms of possibility mm. that it, for it to be invented now. And I, I know we're talking science fiction, but yeah. as everybody, every science fiction person knows, science fiction very often turns into science fact, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, we were never going to go to the moon. And then one year we did. Um, can, we, can I just answer Bullvine real quick from it, where he says, researchers say we need 16K in each eye at 200 uh, hertz to truly be real-time VR, where the brain will be fooled. Currently, this VR tech is barely at 2K. It depends what game you're playing on, because I, I don't believe that for a second, because I've been, uh, well, as you've seen, I've been fooled by VR. My brain has been fooled. Me too. And to say you can't be fooled by VR unless it's 2K, 90 hertz, that's like saying you can't enjoy a game if it's in 720p. You have to play in 1080. You can totally enjoy a game. Yeah. But I, I don't think. I'm sure. You know, it depends on the person. Yeah. Yeah. Some people know, are going to get sick. Yeah. Depends on the game. Depends yeah. on the developer mm-hmm. of the game. Yeah. But no, I'm, t- I'm telling you, no. VR is here yeah. right now, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think so, to wrap up my opinion on VR, really, I think it's definitely going to become a lot more accessible and a lot more uh, popular. Like, you see lots more people doing it. But I think it'll always stay as just like an accessory. It's that extra thing. You know, or do you play it in VR or do you just play it normally? You know, yeah. I don't think it's going to take over as such. Yeah, well, what, what you're talking about, Bovine, is is very far off a gaming experience. Uh, and I think I, I what we're, we're at the gaming experience now, and that gaming experience will get better. And as that gaming experience get, gets better, they're already using VR for things like surgical applications. Uh, that will start to push that technology in that end, which will push it in gaming, then gaming pushes back, then the military pushes a little bit more, and before you know it, you're rendering shit in real-time environments, which is that AR-VR crossover that I want, which I think is the future. And I completely disagree with Ted uh, in that it will always be essentially a gimmick, a a thing that you stick on your face every now and then. I don't think it will go that way. I think eventually it will replace all visual representation things that we need today. I think you'll be able to, you'll be able to pop into an art gallery. It will automatically sync with whatever 
headset, mm-hmm. contact lens, whatever it is you fucking put on, glasses for now, and it will give you the information on a screen as you're looking at a painting. And then you walk mm-hmm. out of there and that switches off, but then you're going to get a subliminal advert for the coffee shop that you're walking past, which I don't really want, but it's going to go there. Um, mm-hmm. And all very minority report, essentially. Yeah, uh, so I, 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 do, I do think it will go that way because people can make money off it for one thing. And when people mm-hmm. can make money off of it, people will make money off of it. Uh, yeah. yeah, and to make money off of it, they need people. They need that critical mass. So I think I, I, five years' time, I think we'll reach a critical mass where we can finally really advance it beyond just gaming or home cinema where you sat there and you're watching and you're on a big screen, which mm-hmm. that's there now. That works perfectly well. You know, that, I, I, that, fu- I, yeah. Fully, yeah, I fully agree with Hitch and Bovan has said as well. It'll be the standard. It will be like having a mobile phone. Every yeah. like years ago when um, I my first mobile phone was a Bosch clear crap mobile yeah. phone. Really, hardly anyone around my area had one. Now everyone has one or two. But yeah, I think VR. I don't know how long. Not that long. I don't think. I think it'll be as common as mobile phones. Yeah, um, I. I think Emma mentioned it. I'm not sure. I think somebody mentioned it. I do yeah. think they need to get out of using these. Okay, screens. Mm. this kind of screen that's that's got to go uh, i think the next big step is when they suddenly go we, we don't use those kind of things we, we use a less power uh you know maybe it's a display but maybe it's a soft display which they've already mm-hmm. got they're not brilliant have you seen the wristbands got. yes yeah they're fantastic. Where you just put a wristband on and it just projects onto your arm yeah an image yeah, yeah. No, just tap it. yeah. the, the technology infrared. is there it's not the, to the best but it's mm-hmm. there already so you know so I think it could quite easily, and being as this topic is evolution of gaming, I have to say that VR, AR, in the future, let's do a talk choosers in 20 years' time, because I think this is the evolution in gaming. I really do. Uh, going going to back to AR... You know, oh, you said to use seen... mobile phone screens. Okay. <laughs> Go back to AR. Everyone has seen the HoloLens. You know, we haven't heard nothing since, but... I know, like, you know, it's, it's got a low-angled uh, view, but that there, that's mind-blowing. Yeah. Okay. That's bloody Tony Stark shit. Quickly. You know, Emma. The Emma, what I mean is... I, I was going to say, VR will be a lot more accessible price-wise if we start using, doing Gear VR and stuff like that for more or all phones. But the important thing is that they have to take an HDMI in. Yeah. So you plug it straight into your PC. Yeah. Now you took the most co- costly part of a VR headset, and it has two purposes, and you already bought it because you wanted the high-end phone. Yeah. It's okay. Just, it's yeah. Just, no, that's valid. It's, that's it's valid. just sh- short-term bringing VR to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. No, that's perfectly valid. I do think that eventually we have to move away from so much hard state into something smaller and... Yeah. Less power using, uh, but yeah, I agree with that too. Uh, Bobine, thank you for the host. Thank you, Dorista, but thank you anyway. Um, I'm sorry, I'm rooted in reality. Ah, <laughs> uh, Saki as usual. Um, okay, right. So VR, we all think it's going there. Most of us so, think it's going there. Um, I think it's definitely going there, but I don't think it's going to be not really thing. related to vr but this was going to be my lead up to vr because it's kind of related i wanted to talk about the evolution and this was supposed to come before vr but i forgot gray's mum 
is is um, it wasn't really a mum, by the way. That was just coincidence. Uh, is motion controls now? That is a huge part of VR. But yeah. I'm not talking about that kind. Well, no, I kind of am. In VR, motion controls are very similar. You hold a clunky thing and you do things, but it picks them up too. I'm talking about Wii motion controls, that kind of thing. PlayStation fucking tilty things, I forgot what it's called, uh, on the jawshop pads and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, as I said, this was meant to lead to VR because that was supposed to be yeah. the thing afterwards because that is an evolution yeah. in motion controls too uh -huh. you know because it has to pick up the digits and stuff mm -hmm. um and you waving your arms and legs about motion controls yeah. as in old school let's just say nintendo for now motion controls they've even stuck them in the goddamn switch uh motion yeah. controls need to die i hate the evolution yes, me too. of gaming when it comes to motion controls it's a backwards step what mm. about you guys uh, I, I like and dislike motion controls. I think uh, motion controls in games like, um, I, I believe, Uncharted had them briefly, where you, you have, when you're walking over the logs, you have to tilt the pads. Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah, that had it. It had it uh, in one of them, it, then it took it out because they realized yeah, they people hated yeah, it. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> uh, you had other games which used VR, I can't remember. Oh, um, what was it? Heavy Rain? Uh, VR, sorry, mm -hmm. motion control, sorry. Yeah. Uh, where again, you had to move the, you know, do that with a bloody control pad. Yeah. You look yeah. like an idiot. Yeah. But then I think, as bad as uh, motion controls are in video games, and they are bad. On the Wii, if you have four of you playing a motion controlled party game, you had the best time ever. I think I think they can be so much fun, and they can get you out of your seat. Yeah. Having a bloody good time. No, I do you think it's great for that. Shaking, yeah. your, shaking your arms out like an idiot. Yeah. That's okay. where, the, for me, the motion controls are great. The, the problem with me is with motion controls, when we evolved into them, and yeah. I thought it was going to continue, thankfully it didn't really, um, is that they started invading games that really have no rights to have a motion control in them. Exactly, yeah, yeah that's the bad yeah. part. I mean, we, yeah. we bowling. I fucking love we bowling. That's great, isn't it? Um, yeah, the connect i've got a uh, xbox 360 with the connect just just down there. there you can actually just see the connect just there um i absolutely love the connect uh most of its use was crap but in stuff like the connect sports games and stuff like that it was fantastic i had so much fun but i didn't i don't want it to continue but it was like that's what ted was talking about with vr you know we're always yeah. going to like you know it's always going to be a bit of a gimmick a bit of a side thing uh, that's what motion controls are now, and I'm hoping they uh -huh. stop being that by disappearing completely. Uh, but I'm uh -huh. glad they don't progress onto any further things. I mean, mm -hmm. it is different from the. I mean, it is the next step, you know, um, with the tracking and stuff. Tracking is great. Track AI was mentioned in there. Track AR yeah. is is along those lines of in, embracing that into like the um, AR uh, the augmented reality for the Microsoft's doing verse, which mm -hmm. is kind of what I was talking about. So the motion control tracking aspect of it, that technology is improving rapidly and that's great. But um, I absolutely, I, I I just can't do it. Even though there are some games that I enjoy, mm -hmm. maybe it's the implementation. Maybe that's what I dislike most. Maybe it's not the motion controls. Maybe it's just the implementation. Yeah, you know, steering with a controller no steer with fucking steering wheel or with a stick <laughs> or with a keyboard yeah. if you have to for god's sake yeah. um 
please don't do that in my games. Our no. chaos, I'm looking at you. Yeah, um, I was going to say our chaos. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a PlayStation Move and Xbox. Move is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but that is... If I wanted to look like the gayest air traffic controller in the world, sure, <laughs> you know? Um, but at least the Xbox Connect didn't require you to have magical ones. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you see, I think... Um... And yes, they are horribly inaccurate. They are not very expressive. There's no, you know, if you could pick up your pad and one of the things, you know, say you're in a Sims game and you're playing with your pad, but you pick up your pad and you, hi, and you wave it and a character waves back or something. That's 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 good. That's kind of an interesting use of it. That's not reliant mm. on you doing it. There's no accuracy involvement, really. You mm. know, but all this like graze, like the fucking and stuff like that, or you know, Donkey Kong Country on the Wii, where you have to fucking shake it, vibrate it, hold it at an angle, dodge this, dodge that. It's oh, yes. Yeah. I don't understand yeah, I think, why uh, the move doesn't have a strong vibrating yeah. head. It would sell my Christ. <laughs> I think Trayvon hit the nail on the head with the tracking. To be honest, I think I think the reason motion control uh, is dying is because it's being replaced with thing, by things like tracking. Because there's no need for it once you, uh, with like the HTC Vive now, the handheld things you have are pretty good. They're pretty decent. But eventually, hopefully, even those will be replaced with just maybe a glove or just even like I don't know something which tracks your fingers and you can you know grab them exactly. Mm. How you want to. A glove from Nintendo. Maybe a power glove or something. Well, Bullwain said that. The Minority Report gloves. And I've seen them on tech shows. They have prototypes of Mm -hmm. VR, uh, not VR, sorry, um, motion gloves where each finger corresponds to a finger in the the world. Right. Yeah. But they are working on that. Yeah. Why (laughs) why haven't we got, going going back to VR, because it's related to that, why don't we have full motion bodysuits? affordable ones i'd wear one for gaming that's what mocap is isn't it? yeah i'd wear one for gaming i don't care I'm, yeah I'm... i would as well i would but i think sat I think in my that's... living room dancing away chopping away in skyrim 6 or wherever you know yeah. i think that tech is highly expensive right now i think that's why we don't have them yeah have you seen those videos online uh of the sort of vr things where there's people on like these uh sort of inverted dome shaped sort of running pads and they're sort oh, of right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're like strapped yeah. into a harness yeah. and you're running seen someone play in this sort of bowl yeah, yeah. Or, or like gta and you're holding like a gun and you're running around you've got the vr headset on and yeah. everything's like you know full real time or, you know, <laughs> as close as it is and i think that's awesome but they're, they're great but they're not, not practical for a kid's bedroom exactly mm. can, we, can we move dad better. i need bigger <laughs> need more room yeah. um an Omnitrack, that's the, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. It's less a hardware issue, more of a software HMI. HMI? High motion interactivity or something? What's HMI? No idea. Somebody explain. <laughs> yeah, human machine interaction. Human machine interaction, there oh, we go. Uh, and understanding motion, yeah, it is. I mean, we, that's we, true, we do have to. Boxing. Yeah, we, we do have to go a long way. Try playing Wii Boxing. Uh, actually, boxing will lose to somebody. Actual boxing will lose to someone holding the controllers well, and shaking them. Yeah, that's true. That is true. This is what this is what I'm saying with the Wii uh, motion controllers. They have a lot of fun, but any one of you could win no matter what you're doing. Mm. You know, they, that's how accurate they are. Yeah, yeah. 
so yeah, you just just do this as Emma says. I've played yeah. her, and um, we've both you know done the whole you know uppercut, undercut, and you just sit there doing this. Yeah, you win. You've won. Same because with the tennis, there, there is no there's no expression in them. They're just right. not. They just don't know what you're doing. There's no sensitivity there. Yeah, the tennis thing. You mm. that I don't work out. The tennis thing. You can swing, and you can do a backswing. But I've tested yeah. it. If you swing and then just do that again, but the ball's on that side, you'll do a backswing. You yeah. physically yeah, don't need to do anything matter. more than this. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's literally wanking off to hardware. That's yeah. all it is. Um, all those playing Omni track ball track things look scary as hell to stand on. So many seven feet. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the lazy fat American bastards that wear themselves out for 30 seconds of fighting in Skyrim and die in-game, maybe in real life. <laughs> I'm not seeing the negative so far. <laughs> not just because Americans, I mean globally. Well, yeah, yeah, well, this is one of the good... And I know when like Nintendo uh, marketed the Wii as, oh, you know, get your exercise on, get yeah. out of the chair, but then people just started sitting on their chairs like... Yeah. <laughs> at least they're moving their bloody arms and, you know yeah. maybe they got a hot dog in their other arm whilst they're going like that but at least they're getting some cardio in the you know routine so that's why i don't mind motion controls so much the, the wii the wii motion controls is was a, a probably still is a huge hit in old people's homes retirement homes yeah that's, that's and, and that is a good thing yeah. exactly that's why i like motion controls on the wii because you got the elderly play, playing it. You got my mother playing it at one point. Like, yeah. you know, she's never played a video game in her life. But, like, that's why I like the motion controls on a weed, like it said. Gets, yeah. you know, the elderly more active, something in front of do. I, I, that's great for me. Yeah. Bovine, stop slagging off the Unity. <laughs> Is he copying Bo Bovine, go make a fucking bowl of rice and talk about something <laughs> you know about, okay? Um, I can say that to him. He doesn't mind. I can say that to him. That's quite funny, yeah. <laughs> Uh, fat boy, all of them are off. Sorry. Okay, um, we were going to end on VR, but you know what? There's there's something else. There's something that I'm interested to know whether you guys, especially the guys in chat, because there's some vocal proponents and opponents of most things in chat tonight. It's kind of god. Um, cloud computing. Now I don't mean cloud computing as in sticking it up on that cloud up there to save your games cloud okay processing. that's just fucking saving on a server that's not in your house that's nothing fancy okay i'm talking about cloud computing when it comes to things like streaming games okay i'm talking about ps now i'm talking about geku which was ps9 i'm talking about the one that what was the other one there was a big oh, one life. Online, oh, well, yeah. that's what Geico basically changed from. Oh, did online? Well, yeah, there, there was there was one that wasn't Geico that PlayStation bought. There, there was a competitor to it. Now, I actually tried that, but uh, and it worked really well for me. The difference is, I have literally a zero second ping to the data server. It is literally, I can go out on the balcony and I can just look at the building. Okay. They had one of the on Relive or wherever it was, they had one built into them. Okay, so it was there, so it worked for me. The latency was noticeable, but barely noticeable. So I've had more latency playing some games on a pad because of the Bluetooth and the game wasn't set up right or something. 
uh, Mega Man games, for example. Um, mm -hmm. Can they improve? Uh, Emma's already covered it. Physics literally imply that it cannot get any better. Okay. Sony's failing left, right, and center with their service. Most people despise it. Um, they despise yeah. it for different reasons, though. Well, yeah, most of them despise it because they don't know the tech behind it, I suspect. No, no, go on. So, Emma says it. Are we going to need, we're going to need new physics to do it. Are we going to have to yeah. go outside of Einstein? Are we going to have to get so far in the string theory that this thing is just, we are literally, even though it's a real thing, we are literally talking science fiction. Uh -huh. Have you well, guys tried it? I, I have, yeah. I've no. tried it many times. And to be honest, with you, if there was latency, I did notice. I thought it was. A, I had perfect 720. I tried. Um, I tried The Last of Us. I tried. I think it was an Uncharted game. I tried quite a few games. I even tried. I even played. And my internet is nowhere near as fast as yours, Hitch. But I even played. It was Borderlands One online streaming through PS Now. So I, I, I had no no latency my end whatsoever. I don't know what it I don't know what it was. You know they did how they did that. Well, well they they they, they make the software so that you do get it, but you don't notice it because it delays that's everything I mean, yeah, else. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I didn't yeah. notice it. I'm sure it was there. It's uh, basically hacks. Yeah, but um, I did not notice any latency whatsoever when I played it. And that's the thing. Did you not notice it, or did you not have it, or did they? make it so it felt like you didn't have it or or do, is your brain just content with a certain well, degree of it that you don't know is well well i actually used to subscribe to on live uh okay. seven years ago yeah when i had i didn't have fiber then i had normal bloody i didn't have dial up what was the you know above that they had like a, a four megabyte download speed you know that's that was the best i could get back then but i used to play on live and again I, the, the the latency I would get, it wasn't from the controls, it was from the quality of the game coming through. I would get pixelation in yeah. the games. That yeah. was the that was the noticeable thing. But uh, recently, the last time I played, I tried PS Now on the PC was months, well, when it first came out, actually. And like I said, I tried Uncharted, I tried Last of Us, I tried Borderlands Online, and they were perfect. I did, and I, I went in thinking, right, I wonder if I'm going to get lag. I didn't get nothing. I got nothing. And like I said, I'm sure it was there somewhere. Yeah. I didn't notice it didn't one bit. And it. I was looking for it. Do, do you think there's a future in it? Yeah, definitely. I think mean, it's the future in it. The reason that I was, what I was saying to you, uh, people despise PSNL, not for the reasons of latency. They despise it because um, Sony are taking games away from the store where you can buy it and putting them behind a monthly paywall. That's why PSNL is despised. is because they put in games which you could buy for yeah. like a 10 or 15 quid. And then putting them behind a monthly pay where you can't buy them, you have to rent them. Basically, yeah. that's why people despise PS now. But I think, I think the technology is pretty good right now. And the main problem with the tech is, games. I mean, it's, it is the physics. Uh, it's it's the fact that, for a start, it's a three-way communication. You talk to them, they talk to you, you talk to them back. It's 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 very yeah. much a you know it's a back and forth thing. So you you, you do end up flooded. That's why you get your MPEG artifacts because there's no bandwidth and stuff like that as well. Because yeah. you communicating with them is taking them up for a start. It's a bit like, I mean this this stream. I don't know how this stream's going out. It's not going out to 1080p because um, bandwidth actually makes it so that it goes out at a sillyly low frame um, um, resolution, uh, but. Because my bandwidth's high, it makes it actually better quality than throw it out at 1080p at 60 frames a second. 
So higher doesn't necessarily mean better. Like, um, like I said, my, my internet is nowhere near as good as you. I got, I got 65 down and I think 15 up. That's my internet. Yeah. But even I was getting what, to my eyes, perfect. Yeah. On, uh, have you played it, yeah, Ted? So, have you, have you played with? No, I'm completely inexperienced and I sort of couldn't care less. Yeah. Too. I mean, I, I like, well, I, it's interesting, but as Emma said, uh, you know, it's so optimistic. I don't think it can go anywhere, really, apart from, and the bovine's point as well, it depends what genre. Like with really competitive, fast-paced online games, which is, it seems to be dominating the market at the moment. Yeah, you wouldn't. Um, uh, yeah, Grey's played that the games work that for don't that. really make a difference. Like Last of Us, Uncharted, yeah. etc. Yeah, they, they make but a difference, as... but it's not as noticeable. If you go yeah. play Street Fighter Two, mm -hmm. I think you would be sat there yeah, and you would be snapping your body in half, saying, "I fucking hit him." Yeah, you if know? you were playing COD, yeah. I'm sure you would no way 360 no scope anyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, no, like, yeah. Certainly not getting somebody not using it now. No. Maybe if they I'll just download it. my games, thanks. Yeah. And that's the thing, guys in chat, I know a lot of guys in chat are very much collectors or after home the real things and don't even like digital distribution on Steam for their own stupid reasons. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but digital distribution is the future. Um, the best. <laughs> in fact, it is now, not just the now. Yeah. Um, but um, what, what do you guys think of the fact that you know you you will then never own a game if it all went PSN, which I for one never think it will. I think it's a dead end technology, and I wish they'd just stop. I really do. Well, um, no, uh, digital, you mean, or streaming? I think streaming is a dead end technology, and I don't think it can ever improve on where it is, I and I don't think it will, think it will ever, ever. Um, storage is so cheap nowadays. Getting gaming things that will play 1080p, let's say, for example, at 60 frames a second, are so cheap nowadays. And PlayStation 4 is 199 quid, something like that. Whether you like it or don't, it does play games in a reasonable HD resolution at a reasonable frame rate drop most times. When it doesn't, it's because the developers decided to make it look so fucking glorious instead of just making it look a little bit cleaner and simpler and make it run at full speed. You know, yeah. every, the, the alternative is um, <laughs> forever loving, hating Steam. Yep. The, the alternative between cheap hardware, cheap storage, cheap GPUs, cheap silicon over expensive cloud streaming uh for them especially they've got to have a shit ton of machines at their end for this to work uh, yeah you've got to have decent internet for this to work you've got to have different infra decent infrastructure and cables for this to work for it to work for all people and all games and not just exclusive people who happen to live close to a data center maybe gray's got good access to a swansea data center i don't know doubtful, doubtful. i'm in the mountains <laughs> it, it's weird it depends on what's attached to your box if they're maybe from your box to the, from know. from your box to you it might be copper but from your box to them might be fiber yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't necessarily yeah. correlate that steve has copper from his box to him but he has fiber from his box to the data center so he can get slightly faster copper for example mm -hmm. uh, but he's not fiber fiber like we are we got fiber all the way up to the fucking box that i can literally touch yeah. um so it depends you you probably got lucky and stuff like that yeah not that yeah. box a different box all right yeah so he's using my fingers to point get over it jesus christ uh sorry i'm shouting at emma now um <laughs> So yeah, okay, I, I think it's a dead end, I must admit. I think most people do. Four, four, yeah, four miles from a data center. Yeah, you see, that's not bad. My, how, how, how far is um, Edith Sheffern? 
How far is it, Chef? From four hundred yards, four hundred meters. It's not far, That's is it? <laughs> it's like it's like a meter. <laughs> Either I, I way, it's close. Tried. It's I, close. I have never tried to measure distance in a little plot of grass. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense. That's a backyard. Jesus Christ. We need an adult. Yes. <laughs> Show me where on the box he tried to touch your fiber. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, guys. Guys in chat, is there anything we've ranted on about that we haven't covered in detail uh, that you would like us to cover in detail uh, very quickly? I know we didn't talk that much about actual um, technology evolution in gaming. We we kind of tried. I don't to know enough it, about it. But I, I, I don't know. They were sort of getting a digital uh, in the chat. So I'm just going to say, I'm fully digital. I have been for the last five years. If an EMP grenade went off and destroyed all my library, I wouldn't care. <laughs> I wouldn't care. It's video games. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree.